Welcome to the regular exclusive where we're going to be talking about Yellow Jackets today. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Season two is among us. We're a little late to the party. Sorry about that. I had to get caught up and watch all of season one for this. Mm-hmm. I'm which glad was, you did. Which was great. And I'm very happy to be here. But we're talking today about season two, episode two. Um, I made a list for episode one that I feel like is a good recap. Um, here's the crazy things that happened in episode one. Ghosts carrying an ear around kinky cuck motivated sex spiritual boners eye stabbing with a fork mm. romantic blood writing uh midsummer style ritual of burying someone alive and then eating an ear that's that was yeah that, did i hit all the points i think so and that's crazy because it's like that doesn't sound as insane now that I've seen episode two. But like, I remember <laughs> after episode one, I was like, holy shit, they she ate a fucking ear at the end. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought that was crazy. And then obviously we'll talk about it. But season two already off to the races after the first two episodes, I can safely say Yellow Jackets is back, baby. Shit is going down. Yes. <laughs> and uh, here's your spoiler alert. In case you haven't seen it, we're definitely just going to be talking about everything. Real quick question. I feel like the ear would have to be like the worst part of eating someone. It's all cartilage. Like, yeah, but that may, it might be like a chip at this point. Oh, touche. Wow. Or like a cracker or something. That's a great rebuttal. I would never have thought of that. <laughs> I guess I'm just more comfortable with eating people than you are. I really thought about it because I was like, you know what? The ear wouldn't be so as long as it was clean and it's been like fucking frozen forever. <laughs> so like, I feel like that's not so bad. And she kind of warmed it up, but it it had a little crunch to it. Did, did you not think? Yeah, it did. Yeah. I, so it might be kind of good. I, I, I agree. OK, I, you've changed my mind on that. Yeah. All right, well, Renee, as our <laughs> Yellow Jackets team captain. Yes, I what, am. Although that doesn't bode well for me if, if we're going after uh, the example led by Snacky, as she's now going to be called, instead of Jackie. Well, you, it, you'll at least come back as a ghost, so it'll be all right. That's true. I would haunt your ass for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, where do we want to start with episode two? Oh, man. Where to begin? Let's see. I think episode two was just pretty good at like fleshing out a lot of the stuff and ideas that we had from episode one. Um, and that they kind of laid the groundwork for, um, you know, one of the things that I was really most stressed about, I think, from episode one was the fact that adult Ty has bought herself another dog. Poor little <laughs> Steve. I am. He is the character I'm most concerned about at all moments when whenever I see him, because as we all know, what happened to Biscuit, whose head yep. is still on that altar. Um, it doesn't bode well for Steve. So. This episode, it just seemed, I think whenever adult Ty is on screen, I get very nervous and we get to mm -hmm. see that, you know, a lot of this season, I think, is really playing with the angle of the unreliable narrator. So I think that's like a good way to talk about episode two, because I think a lot of these things could be viewed as like they might not necessarily be showing us 100 percent truthful what really happened, mm -hmm. but maybe like certain characters like point of view. You know what I mean? Agreed. And on Ties. Sorry, can we pause really quick? I gotta go. I gotta go grab the. So on the the lines of Tay and Tay Tai. It's Ty. Ty, you said yeah, Tay. Taisa. No, I said okay. Ty. Okay, well, fine. Damn Ty. it, Jace, get it right. <laughs> now I gotta fix it again. Okay. On 
the subject of Ty and unreliable narrators, I totally think that Ty has split personalities. Something's going on for sure. I mean, you could tell in the end of this episode, like when her other self takes over, you can see the difference and it is terrifying. Yeah. Like I think um, <laughs> there was there was the sleepwalking, but now it's starting to take happen. over during the day. Yeah, happen when she's not sleeping. Well, that's because she's not fucking sleeping, as you can tell. Oh, like yeah. in this episode, she's manic and like she's just drinking coffee and like trying to stay awake. But really, she just needs to get help is the thing. And she's just trying to ignore the problem by like staying awake. But when you do that, it just means that that person's going to come out more and more. You know, mm -hmm. that other side of you. It's interesting because they haven't really addressed the fact that it's necessarily like mental illness or anything like that. They are more thinking of it as like a shadow self kind of. Um, and the actress who played Ty was like, obviously, they call it like the bad Ty. But she's like, I don't think she's actually bad. The other version, I think she's trying to help. But she's just willing to do whatever it takes. And she enjoys doing the bad things. But she's trying to help regular Ty, which I guess you could see like by making the altar and sacrificing the dogs so that she wins the campaign. And I think like in this episode, crashing the car was because her ex-wife said she'll like expose her and she threatens her. So I think that's like it's like not necessarily by the greatest means, but like at least that's how the actress is talking about it, which I think is interesting. And so the fact that like she is bad, like the other side of herself, but it's like or just the means by what's going on. But yeah, they haven't really addressed if is it something supernatural? Is it like a mental illness? Is it just something related to the woods? And that traumatic time, like, right, you, you don't really know what it is. And I think that's one of the cool things about this show is it threads the line between, like, is it supernatural or is it just, like, something, like, that they're, like, maybe going crazy or, like, imagining yeah. or, like, hallucinating, right? I think it's because she eats dirt. I, I mean, there is the dirt. <laughs> and that's that's actually, this leads me to a great question, which was, one of my big questions from the episode is who shit the bucket? And a lot of people think it's it's got to be the bad tie, the sleep tie, because everyone's like, she goes to the bathroom inside because she eats outside and you don't shit near your food. She's eating that yeah. dirt. She's not shitting in it. That's interesting. And it would be I funny because she's so mad about it. And like who just ex like say who it is. And it like it definitely could have been at least a number of other suspects. But I thought it was the coach. You know, he's got one leg. But... That's what I was thinking. That's just God. I mean, he could barely get outside for the funeral of Jackie. He barely <laughs> gets out there. Then he's like, all right, I'm going back in. Like, he doesn't really seem like the type who's going to be out there shitting all the time in the fucking outhouse or whatever they have out there. Well, then another bad narrator and then questionable mental illness or supernatural is Lottie. And us yes. learning that Lottie was involved with Travis's alleged suicide i think she killed him i definitely think that's the thing everyone's talking about online i think most people agree that she did not tell the truth to mm. to natalie and i think i'm curious because like she's they've said like the creators of the show and like the actress who plays her as an adult has both said that like she's not a villain she's not trying to be villainous but it's like yeah but I kind of feel like she's not really also, like you said, a reliable narrator. Like we got to see Laura Lee again as a horrifying fucking apparition. I don't think yeah. she mentioned that to Natalie. Yep. And you can kind of see that like it's so basically her having that weird vision is what caused her to not push the buttons. It's not the malfunction. It was like her. Mm. However, that could just be maybe her trying to explain it in her own mind or could be the truth. I don't know. I have a hard time thinking that like 
if Travis really wasn't going to commit suicide, why would he give her his bank information? And if he didn't want Natalie there, why would he leave her a note that said, tell her she was right? Mm. Right? It just seems like very conflicting info. Well, and my biggest thing is she remembers the button not working and him like dangling just a little bit above the ground. But they found him. He was hoisted like 10 feet in the air. So so it's not that she couldn't bring him back down because like in that shot where you see like her like freaking out and you see him in the background, he's moving up. So she's like still got her finger on the button or whatever. Didn't press it. So it's going up all the way. So I think yeah. that's it, is that maybe she just had that vision, whatever. I don't know. It it begs the question of, is the dark, is something out there? Is there something in the fucking woods? There's even, I mean, obviously, we, we got to talk snacky, but the way that the camera moves in the woods with the wind and then the way that it hits the tree and then the snow falls onto Jackie as they're burning her and just perfectly it, smokes her. Yeah, it was. It was kind it of was, Evil Dead vibes, right? That's exactly what I was going to say is, yeah, like it it seemed like there was something motivating or or doing all of these things for all mm-hmm. that to work out perfectly. But that's what's interesting is that I think that because they haven't confirmed anything like that, I mean, that kind of feels like it. It's the most like blatant like display of, OK, that feels supernatural. But mm-hmm. that could just be the girl's imagining of what happened was that mm-hmm. they burned Jackie. And so like the gods of the woods gave them food or like whatever, you know what I mean? So, or or some people are saying because the blood that was on the supposed ripped up pants from Javi that Travis put on the pyre is like spilling blood and that that's why they received the gift of food. However, it could just be a random set of events, but the girls being out there being trapped, being so scared, it's like PTSD. They might imagine that something is, is like looking out for them or taking care of them. Right might be more yeah. comforting but it and like so i don't we know see this, i'm curious if they're going to confirm it but <laughs> we we see this a lot with with faith and and kind of wild crazy things that happen when it's really easy to like look at something crazy that happened and then find justification for why it happened through spirituality exactly. or through faith and so yeah mm-hmm. it is a real question of are we seeing are we seeing a spirit come through and knock all the snow down for that to happen? Or are we experiencing like the retelling of this story exactly through a survivor? Yeah. You know? Fascinating, right? You could really look at it both <laughs> ways. And the fact that they haven't, the fact that they haven't really confirmed anything is just what's cool is that they're not going to, I don't think they'll give us the answer right away. I think this might be a whole show kind of a thing because this is the kind of thing that like, I know that there's going to be some people that would just be pissed if they're like, oh, it's supernatural. But it's like, you know, give it. I mean, I, I'm honestly open for whatever they want to do. But like, I kind of love the the theory idea because there's so many theories based around. Is it something out there or is it not? Like, mm-hmm. are they insane or are they not? Like, I'm just curious, like if I feel like if Javi is alive, which I do feel after this episode now, like he's got to be right. Mm-hmm. Because there's they're kind much, of like setting it up. There's too much drama in the idea of her faking his death. Nat just and, faked his death. So and, yeah, that and, seems and like a guarantee then, he's alive. <laughs> yeah. And then they're going to have sex and she's like, Oh wait, we can't take my pants off. Cause you know, I have a big old scar, but the idea of him being dead and him coming back and all the drama that would happen just from that event. I feel like, I feel like you can't 
you have to do that. It's too it's too tasty yeah. of drama. Well, plus it'll really it'll really solidify Lottie as like the leader of whatever group decides to follow her. Because I think my biggest like prediction for the end of this season is that there'll be two separate camps. I think that the group will divide and there will be mm-hmm. two different factions of survivors. I could be wrong, but I imagine that there will be like, you know, like Ty, I feel like, and Nat, I don't think they're going anywhere near that fucking crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think well, Lottie's I mean, got her people, but. Well, I mean, like uh, they show in some of the previews and um, and I think also like in the opening, like it looks like there's some sort of like uh, twilight battle that happens in the snow. <laughs> event perfect so yeah it seems like there's going to be two factions and there's going to be some blood spilt but yeah javi's interesting i kind of feel like javi is part of the cult in the future he could like be that, i feel like that could be revealed that yeah i mean he's, he's definitely he's i just there. gotta i gotta know it could be like if he's alive and they don't give us a good enough reason then i'm really gonna lean into the supernatural elements of the show because there's no way that he would survive out there Unless there's well, like I, some weird place that he was able to find another cabin, another hideout, a bunker, like something, you know, dude, he's not I'll on the plane what, this whole time. I would I would have been following Lottie to the death after she killed the bear with with a knife. Me too. That's the oh, most yeah. supernatural thing that's happened. This entire show. She just stabs this knife bear, the bear in the head. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking badass, man. And like, yeah, that was a, like a bit more supernatural because like, how the fuck did she know that that bear wasn't like g- going to attack her? You mm-hmm. know, you don't know how many bears have you dealt with? I would fucking again. I think we've talked about this before, but I would 100 percent be in the Lottie cult. I mean, I would want something to follow out there and believe in because it would be like if not, I would be Jackie, a.k.a. Snacky. I would be the first to go. be killed and eaten because I would be like too dumb to survive. Like I would stay out in the cold all night and not realize that I was going to die. See, <laughs> Lottie, Lottie clearly did not grow up with the um, advice that we learned from Cocaine Bear of that's true. If it's black, fight back. If it's brown, lie down. She's like, it's brown. I'm stabbing it in the head. Yeah, I love that works all the time. <laughs> Yeah, it only works like and it's weird because like so far, I mean, I would be so inclined to believe her because everything that she said, nothing has not come true. I guess the Mm -hmm. only thing left that's really dangling is the fact that Javi is alive, supposedly. She says that he is. Yeah. I don't know. I think we're going to see Travis obviously like having more of a relationship with Lottie as we move forward and him and Nat not being together anymore, at least for a while. I don't know. He got the spiritual boner from her last last episode yeah and they were kind of in a three-way sex scene this with him and nat having sex and him having visions of lottie the whole time i don't think it was necessarily sexual though it felt more of like his him almost choosing who he wants to like be with like follow or like who they're they represent the two different sides of himself kind of now he's torn Travis was almost gangbanged last season by all the women when they were high on shrooms. Like that is true. He's been through it, man. His dad died, which it didn't sound like he was too upset about. But then, like, his brother's been missing. I will say, like, I don't think Nat's a villain for faking the whole thing with Javi. I think she's doing it for the right reasons. And yeah. in ninety nine point nine percent of scenarios, she'd probably be right that he's dead as fuck, and they won't. They'll find him when the snow clears, but. 
But I don't know. I don't know if he's I, I got I can't wait to see. I wonder if we're gonna find out this season. I imagine we have to. The longer that it goes with no Javi, the more like I'm like, okay, he's definitely dead. Yeah. It's gonna be harder to bring him back after more time. It's already been two months since like the doom coming when he like fucking ditched. So I was I was about to ask you, do so do we know how long they've okay. been out there up to this point? Sorry, is it still recording? Mine just said re, like lost connection reconnecting, and then it was said it was connected uh, again. It says that we're still recording. Okay. So mine's good too. I just want to make sure. Okay. All right. So let's just do that again. So I was going to ask you, how do we know how long they've been out there at this point? We know that it's been two months since since um, Snacky died. Hmm. Do we know how long they they were out there prior to that? Like the first season, were they out there three months or something? I don't know if it was that long. I mean, they, so all I know, maybe it's about six months at this point because they've been out there since, like, I think it says that they crashed in spring and right now it's okay. winter. So I would imagine it's about okay. six months, if not a little longer. So yeah. they still have, they'll, they will be out there for two total winters though, which is crazy. Okay. So, so now they're, now they're full on eating people. Which loved yes, that scene, but, by the way. Oh, loved it. It was so good. People were saying it was so disturbing. And I'm like, I, I've seen too much shit, I guess. But I didn't think it was disturbing. I mean, it was creepy, like the little intercut shots of them eating it. But I thought it was really well done. How it was like the like the Greek kind of like like this big dine, like they were dining together and drinking and like this big feast. It was like yeah. elegant and then like intercut with them, like just fucking chowing down on Jackie, which like <laughs> As much as like she looked like kind of like a fried chicken as a person, it did still kind of look like Jackie, which is the fucked up part. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm curious. I'm so excited for the next episode, mostly to see what like what's the post snacky hangover like. Like because I don't know if you noticed this. I didn't notice it, and I saw this on Reddit. Thank God for Reddit. Everyone should be on there after every episode. <laughs> I learned so much. Uh, the showrunners confirmed that it was the bad tie who was eating Jackie. So it was the sleeper, the sleepwalking tie that woke up and was like, we have to go out there and ate. Oh, so tomorrow or the next. I mean, obviously not tomorrow for them, but the next episode for us. Yeah. Young Ty is not going to remember that. So she's not oh, going to know. And it'll be a real shock to the system. I think that's why in the preview for next episode, there's a scene of her like keeled over screaming. And I'm like, or maybe even throwing up. And I'm like, yeah, I probably get that. But interesting, right? I never yeah. really picked up on that. Oh, good call. I did not realize that. People I think, were asking um, about it online. And then someone like linked an interview with them. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Because I was like, huh, I never thought that. I just assumed that ev she was like everyone else. They were all just so hungry. They didn't care. They're like, whatever. I'll deal with my emotions about this. Except for Coach Ben, who I think we can all agree is, is uh, next on the menu. Yes, I was about to say. Coach Ben's the only one that hung back. Um, that poor guy can't even run away. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's locked him out of the cabin. <laughs> yeah, he shut the cabin. Everyone, I just love that everyone's like, he's literally like the I am in danger meme right now. Because like, he doesn't really have a purpose anymore. He was their leader, but like, they don't need him at this point. Yeah. They have Lottie, right? They have Shauna, they have Ty. Those are the people that they look to for like different things. I know you've talked about future, like obviously this is like end of show thing, but like Shauna being the antler queen by the end, I could see uh -huh. it too, because like this episode, they all wait for her to eat and she eats and then says like, or before she eats, she says it, she wants us to, and then yeah. eats. And so then they all wait for her and they do that at the very, like in the first opening scene of like the whole hunt and 
pit girl and all that, they wait for the antler queen to eat before they all dig in. So I'm like, hmm. Oh, and this Could just be popped Shauna. in my head. This just popped to my head. Maybe to support Shauna being the final antler queen, Sh- Shauna puts the necklace on every person that gets hunted. Like That's before what they're saying they is... I think it's going to be a ritual from then on. And someone also mentioned that the, like the nightgown that the pit girl's wearing is like the same one that Laura Lee wore. It would make sense that they have some weird rituals. It's mm-hmm. an interesting thing of like, who are they going to pick? How are they going to pick it? Is it going to be like, like, are they going to draw out of cards and like somebody just gets drawn and they have to go hunt and they give them the outfit and then that's it. I think we all know that that bitch Marie has got to be up. Like, if not Coach Ben next, it's got to be her. She sucks. She's only been a bitch in the first and second season so far. I mean, she needs to get the fuck out, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. She's getting taken down. And also, all of the new, all the three new survivors that they introduced, all going to be cannon fodder for sure. I mean, we just need more bodies at this point. I I am a (laughs) bit worried, though, because I really enjoyed, I know they had one scene together and not even like where they spoke, but Elijah Wood and Christina Ricci had so much chemistry in one look, one glance this episode. And I don't know if you noticed her checking out his calves and his cargo shorts, which in season one, she mentions are like two of her big turn-ons because she has that weird list when she's on the date with the guy and she's like, calves. (laughs) And it's like cargo shorts. And I'm like, oh my gosh. The fact that Elijah Wood character is like already onto her and like knows who she is from like her Reddit username. He has this theory about Adam. I'm like, I'm worried for him. I kind of feel like they're going to be like a perfect match. But also at the same time, like she's going to have to kill him, right? He knows Probably. too much, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, they're going to they're going to have an interesting cat and mouse this season. I'm excited for it. <laughs> I mean, they haven't even met. It's just kind of been teasing it. But I just am so excited to see them together because from just Elijah Wood's voice and the brief shot of him in those shorts, I'm just all in. I love Walter. <laughs> I need to know more. I want to know more. Uh, well, it is going to be fun this season and we'll be talking about it every week here on and our the theories will exclusive. be different i'm sorry i was just gonna say our <laughs> theories good. are gonna be different every week i'm sure like everything oh, yeah. that we're we're gonna be doing but the big like adam is hoffy theory this season because that was like the biggest theory last season is that that chick who uh natalie stabbed at lottie's cult in the like present timeline is a forest baby <laughs> like they think it's one of the wilderness yeah. babies some people think Nat oh. and Travis might have a baby, and that would be why Lottie was given his bank information for like the daughter who works at the cult. But I was like, that's insane. I don't know. That's one of those. <laughs> I mean, there's some crazy theories that you read on Reddit, but that's like gaining steam. And I'm just like, I'm going to need some more evidence. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, but uh, it'll be oh, fun. Yeah. I'm excited to go through it. It's going to be awesome. And we hope that you all join us next week. Once upon a time, there was a place called the wilderness. It was beautiful, but it was also violent and misunderstood. And it waited and waited to befriend whoever arrived. Welcome back to the Yellow Jacket team huddle you like that name i just came up with it i like it (laughs) we are discussing this season season two of yellow jackets 
We're on episode three. A lot happened this episode. So if you are, if you don't want spoilers, don't really know why you're here. But if you do want spoilers, welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel feel like it's hard to do like a discussion about Yellow Jackets anything without spoilers. Just us constantly tiptoeing over spoilers. (laughs) Yeah, it wouldn't make sense. It's like, you know, you got you got there's so many things that like you have to talk about that are very specific with this show. And a lot did happen, even though I would say it's probably the slowest episode of the season so far. Would you agree with that? That is interesting. I've I've heard a couple people say that it was slow in pace, but I I feel like this episode progressed the plot a lot more than the average episode. Interesting. I'm curious why you say that, because I feel like it was a little bit slower overall. So that's interesting that we just came away with two different things. I felt (laughs) like this episode was a fever dream, and that's why I had to watch it at least twice to really understand like a lot of the things that happened, because I felt like I wasn't quite sure for a little bit. So tell me what all happened. So I I I think this episode really stood out a lot to me a lot because there was a lot of awesome character moments doing awesome things like my favorite thing in the entire episode maybe the entire show is shauna on the verge of going john wick all that was good yeah (laughs) she wanted to fucking fuck that guy up i loved it that was that'll be the everyone's saying it'll be the clip that they play at the emmys next year probably yeah i would assume so she's incredible I mean, Melanie, Melanie Linsky just continues to blow me away. Like, yeah, that scene and just her like shaking and him being like, oh, you're not going to do it. And then like she goes full Dexter. And just, yeah. Like, Have you ever death. peeled human skin? It's like, whoa, like she's a total fucking freak, but I'm obsessed with her now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, I was turned on. I don't know why. It was like you could tell how turned on she was at the thought of fucking killing this guy and peeling off his skin. And not that I would ever be into it, but like I'd be I'd be down to watch her try. Let's do it. <laughs> I Shauna mean, can fuck it up. This season might just be the season of Shauna doing crazy kink shit. Like I mean, maybe we- she's just going full Dexter now. <laughs> we don't know. Maybe she killed Travis. People have said that. Maybe she's a serial killer. I mean, she's um, kind of putting up a lot of evidence. However, I mean, Jeff was kind of like questioning her with the whole carjacking thing. And I kind of feel like she really had control of that situation, Jeff. Yeah. He, he was kind of uh, being a little bitch. Jeff, you were in the wrong. Yeah. He, this was the first episode. I was like, Jeff, what is going on with you? <laughs> like, I love him, but a little I, bit weird. I think going forward, I don't think I can ever talk about a fork in the road moment or sliding glass door moment it's now always going to be the strawberry lube moment (laughs) yeah i could have gone strawberry (laughs) i just love that as a phrase and i think yeah i mean this show continues to kill it with great lines yeah so this was actually the first episode that uh sarah was watching with me she was on her phone the whole time while doing it but she was like the show is funnier than I thought it would be. I'm like, yeah, it's got some funny moments. Has she watched any of no, it? She, no, she's not, okay, she's not wow. watching anything. Old <laughs> move to just jump right in. But hey, I told you, I think she would like it. So, but Shauna, I mean, Shauna had a moment. Um, Ty had a moment. Yeah, she did. Which one? I mean, every, every, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Which and Ty and which moment, really? There's <laughs> there's a lot going on with Ty. This has made me this episode made me revisit the the idea that I've had that the first antler queen that we see in the first episode whoever that one is might not necessarily be the only antler queen. Like I feel like that title is going to change throughout the Mm -hmm. show. And this episode, I'm like, honestly, it could be any, any of them. Like they all had these crazy moments. Like now with Ty, I'm like, which Ty is the antler queen? Yeah. Right. Ty could totally the other Ty, and that other Ty doesn't even refer to themselves as Ty. They're like, Mm -hmm. that's Thaisa. I'm somebody different. It's like, well, who the fuck are you? And then they, <laughs> she wakes up and you're like, damn it, Ty, get out of here. I was talking to the other one. I'm really curious. That other one can like really communicate a lot more clearly. I think I thought, you know, maybe she was, her other side would be more savage since she's always, I mean, up until now, mostly we've seen her be eating dirt. Um, but now she seems to be like able to talk to people and, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. And there was that one moment when she was like, uh, I think she was staring in the mirror and then like it put like its hands over its face and mm-hmm. it looked like the mask that she wore. And I'm like, OK, there's is there like a connection between the birth of this other personality and what happened to Van? I think it's more like the she was saying she was mouthing words to herself in the mirror. The other one was telling was trying to mouth words to her and she couldn't mm -hmm. get it. But she was saying, go to her. And then she did that. So I think it was so that regular Taisa would go, oh, okay, you're talking about Van. So that's why, like, she's going to go see adult Van now Oh, and see what's up. Yeah, because the that was the first time that we saw Ty sleepwalk was when she woke up at the trees. And then Van was attacked by wolves. Yes, I think so. Okay. Yeah. And then she's doing it again in real or in like the, the normal timeline or sorry, the most recent timeline. Yeah. So, I mean, either way, I'm just curious to see like why maybe like her and Van figure something out. I'm curious what ended their relationship. If Since they're clearly not together, they seem like a good couple in the past. Mm-hmm. However... Van probably could have found a better way to tell Ty when she's like telling her that they ate them. And she's like, you ate her face. (laughs) Like, I mean, really? You don't know that? It's like maybe ease her into that. I mean, she's she's processing the fact she doesn't even remember eating her friend. And then Van's like, you ate her fucking face, bitch. Like (laughs) that was like I would have been like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Like that was very much like I would have had a reaction like. Jeff, when he's like, there's no book club. <laughs> that was like, I would have been like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> Speaking of eating Jackie, <laughs> I was impressed. They ate her to the bone. They ate tits everything. Like tits <laughs> to teeth. Like, like that's the that's the same way I, I eat a chicken wing, but like a person, like <laughs> you ate the stomach. And <laughs> I mean, I thought it was great. Like they really just went to fucking town and uh, fucked up that Nat had to like d- bring the body away. And I do love how, I mean, Ben, uh, Coach Ben. Let's let's be real. He's uh, his days are numbered. He is but, not long for this world. <laughs> no, I mean he's still starving. First off, now he's officially started to. He's at, been added to the list of the, the growing number of people on the show who experience hallucinations. Mm-hmm. Um, he's joined those ranks, but he's also like 
he gives them a little sass when they're like talking about getting rid of Jackie's body. And I'm like, that's a bold move for you to pull right now. You're down a fucking leg and you're really like you're starving. You didn't eat. So like you're weaker than all of these bitches. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, if you put her there, then maybe they'll think that she died with everyone else. It's like, (laughs) wow, rude. Like, I was just a little surprised that he was like so strong. I mean, I know he was obviously very offended by it last episode, but like it's almost kind of like he's the idiot who is like they're all starving. You kind of got to do what you got to do to survive. I feel like, you know, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit. I mean, I think (laughs) I would be fully like, I mean, I was with Misty and her new friend, which I love how they're creepy together already. But they're like, I mean, I didn't think making a broth out of Jackie would have been that bad. Like it probably (laughs) would have been pretty good. And I was like, I'm with them. Like, you know, we've already fucked this bitch up. Let's take what we can get. A bone broth was a good idea. You know, maybe if she didn't accidentally drug the entire camp the last time they made broth. True. Yeah. (laughs) She doesn't. Okay, fine. Yeah. But maybe her friend Crystal could have done it then. I don't know. But I'm just saying, you know, you guys got to do what you got to do to survive out there. I think Ben is kind of being the idiot. And it's sad because he's not willing to do the cannibalism in order to survive. I think so. I don't I don't think he's long for this world. I was I was real interested in Ben this episode because it like showed the flashback, which we've seen before. But then like it would do that weird like effect, like a like a like a TV static effect when it would Mm. switch. And I'm like, yeah, we've never seen that before. What's going on? And then at the end, we realize that it's not actually a memory. He's he's fantasizing about what could have been. I think like the first half is like real, but then it's like, yeah, as soon as you see that he like came back and didn't get on the plane, because I was like, wait a minute, how the fuck did he end up here? (laughs) So I'm just an idiot. Then I was like, oh, I get it. Okay. Wait, are we introducing alternate timelines now? I was like, (laughs) wait a minute, is this Marvel? What the fuck? Uh, I'm like, yeah, I did not know at first what was going on. But then I'm like, oh, that's just like, I mean, I already liked Ben and felt bad for him. But like, I feel extra bad now. That was like really depressing. And like, I'm pretty sure the actor just did an an interview saying like, oh, yeah, we're really going to be putting Ben through the ringer over the next few episodes. I'm like, few episodes. This guy is really going to get tortured before he dies, isn't he? I'm curious. It's going to be bad. Do you think he's going to be mercy killed or like? He'll be like commit suicide, or do you think he'll like? Some people were like, "You think he'll just jump off a cliff?" Which I'm like, he can't even fucking barely run, probably. But he's gonna jump off a cliff, maybe so that they can't eat him. (laughs) They would have to conveniently find a cliff that is not up a hill. (laughs) I mean, the one that Ty almost walked off is who knows where that is, but I'm sure she could point it out. I think, I think they're gonna try. They're gonna try and kill him, but I. I think Nat is going to put him out of his misery. I would. I was thinking that too. I mean, I feel like they're the only ones who really still like she has at least a relationship with Ben and you can already in this episode, see the factions forming of like the Mm -hmm. ones who are like, I believe in Lottie and then the other ones that don't. It's, it's still like undecided, but, but yeah, I'm just curious. I mean, once I feel like once Ben goes, like a lot of people have pointed out that like Laura Lee, Jackie and Ben were like, kind of three pillars of like typical like social norms or like society yeah and it's like he's like the final adult and like the patriarchy power so it's like with him gone i think that nat was right when she said that to jackie's remains like 
you know, I think it's going to get a lot worse out here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think she's right, unfortunately. But like, that's what I'm curious about. Because I, I don't think the cannibalism is the worst thing they're going to do out here. I think there's going to yeah. be some fucked up shit that they're still hiding that we'll yeah. find out later. But I just I'm curious because it's already gotten to like pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely going to get worse. Uh, I wanted to do a quick <laughs> shout out to um to Crystal that you previously mentioned. Haven't heard the I absorbed my twin <laughs> idea since Dwight in the office. <laughs> yes, it's always a good move, though. I love that. It's not the first time I've eaten human flesh. I was like, <laughs> whoa, what? This bitch, like all of a sudden I'm like, all right. I was like, Misty, this this felt like a great Misty episode to me, like especially for like past Misty, like her delivering that monologue was unbelievable because it's so exactly like the way Sally Field does it. Yeah, it's so fucking good anyways. And also Steve Magnolia's is just a great movie. But I was thinking, is there a more inappropriate movie that she could have done a monologue for? No, like, what no, if she did? Perfect. What if she did Silence of the Lambs, like a little Hannibal yeah. Lecter monologue? Yeah, exactly. That could have been a little bit better, I guess. But yeah, like this one with the daughter dying. However, everyone really liked it by the end. And I thought she nailed it. And I just Great. I was very happy seeing her come into her own in the past. And then also, I'm obsessed with her and Elijah Wood in the in the present. I yeah. just can't get enough. I I don't trust Walter at all. I I want to know what you think. Is he friend or foe? Um, I think I think he's definitely investigating her right? about Ad, Adam's death. He's got to be. Yeah. He must know everything already. Yeah. She like, really dug herself into a ditch already with saying like Adam's mom and me are friends or whatever. Like, yeah, well, easily prove like he could prove that wrong. Well, and then he was like, "Yeah, that's not my mom that I put in the home. It's my neighbor." Like, uh, he's like exactly. two birds, one stone, and and then he's like, "You downvoted my thing." Like, he's yeah. he's he's a hundred percent investigating her. I'm like, does he know about how she loves calves too? Like, he really is like showing those calves off. I just feel like everything he's doing is. I mean, it's either like he's her soulmate or he's actually like trying to get her. And either way, I don't think it's going to end well for him. However, obsessed with their chemistry and loved their interrogation of Randy. I thought it was hilarious. So good. I feel like we mentioned Dexter a lot on this show, but it was like, this is what Dexter would be like if he was instructing not a sociopath to interrogate someone. Literally. Hit him. <laughs> Hit him. What? <laughs> I just, I thought that that was great. I love her, everything that she's doing and how she like immediately takes control of the situation. Yeah. Just not even thrown for a loop. I'm just a little bit worried because I think Misty is usually so smart, but like really in this episode, you get to see her younger and older selves like so surprised when like somebody is likes her or is like nice to her. Yeah. And I'm like, I really, as much of, I know she's a psychopath. I really want that for her, though. <laughs> I want her to be happy. And I'm worried now. I'm really worried about Walter. She deserves to be happy. I mean, she deserves it. I love her. I, I know she killed Jessica and whatever, but I'm into it. So I had two things that I want to ask you about. Um, mm-hmm. First one, there's that whole little monologue about the queen bee and how the first thing the queen bee does is kill all the other eggs Mm -hmm. um that's definitely foreshadowing right like that's gotta be whoever is fighting to be queen is i mean 
gonna have to kill somebody to do it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But, or maybe part of being the antler queen is choosing someone to sacrifice or hunting the person yourself. I have no idea, but I'm curious. Maybe. Then there's that whole thing with the blood at the end and her visions and going crazy. And the thing that she thought that the woman had said is French or he slash it wants blood, which is what she starts saying in like episode or whatever that episode is where they do the seance in season yeah. one. And she says that he slash it wants blood. So it's the same thing. And she's saying that's what she imagined. I don't know. It's so it's so interesting. I'm a lot of people online and I thought this was new for me. I hadn't seen this, but they think that they're worried about uh current timeline Natalie, like she might be killed. This mm. season sacrificed by Lottie because that thing wants blood. And yeah. as soon as like in the past, as soon as Shauna bled on that baby blanket, the all those birds hit the fucking house and died. And like <sighs> she was like, it was a gift, right? That was weird. There's some real supernatural stuff going on, and yeah, the birds thing. <laughs> yeah, that could the have bird... just happened, I guess. I guess it's but... happened. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like I only see it in horror movies when there's some evil spirit in the house. Usually, it's like yeah, they're like, oh, the house is built on the gateway to hell, or like yeah. we're doing an exorcism and there's birds everywhere. <laughs> but the movie, the birds, it, I don't know, is that supernatural? I'm not sure. Maybe that these birds all just got fucked up in the head or who knows what maybe they all ran into something uh first thing that popped in my head is the conjuring because that happens in that's that. true <laughs> i'm like all right let's get some exorcisms up in there's here. definitely a lot of hints this season that are more supernatural so i'm curious if they keep going that way but i would say like it definitely feels like it yeah then the the other thing i want to ask you about and this is what i think i also think like the plot was moved a lot more is we had a lot of talk about the symbol like mm -hmm. there's a lot of symbol stuff finally. And now in my head, the question is, is the symbol a mark? Like this person is cursed. Like I'm cursing you with this symbol, or is it supposed to be a symbol of protection? Cause mm. we've kind of seen it both ways. We don't yeah. know where the symbol comes from, but like past or uh, we'll, we'll call her tie Two. She put the, the symbol on the, on her girl her wife's hand Mom. yeah yeah and but then like we've seen it on the house we've seen it on the trees near the dead guy they but lottie said that in the past she said it was protection that he had yeah. it there for but again we don't fucking know like <laughs> yeah i'm just like getting worried because i don't know what the i don't know what the symbol is some people think it might be like a map of like because i told you there's theories about the underground like mines or whatever, or something. Mm -hmm. There's like these underground tunnels where Javi's living because of like the moss showing in like that tree. And like, yeah, Lottie has those visions of like hollowed out things and like underground, like weird tunnels and candles. So I'm like, maybe it's a thing. I don't know. But that reminds me too much of Loss when they kept finding like the logo everywhere and then they find the hatch and the guy's in there. I can't. I PTSD is kicking in. I I, I don't want to see a hat. When, I don't want that. And I saw that in the fucking preview for next yeah, week. And I was going to ask you about it. When I saw that, first thing I thought, oh, they're going full lost. I know. I was like, come on. You guys know what happened. I don't even remember what fucking happened with the fucking hatch. But I remember like how thrilling that was when Lost did it. But if they did it here, I'd be like, mm, that's just going to put me off my lunch. Like, I'm feeling nauseous thinking about it because it reminds me of how that show was so good and just went completely off the rails. Yeah, the hatch was the last good thing that happened in Lost. Yeah. 
It's the last so, thing I remember. So clearly that's when I stopped like really paying attention <laughs> after that. Cause I'm like, Oh, they're just not even going to fucking deal with this. They're going to just add more mysteries. I'm worried. So I wanted to get one clarification from you. And then I want to hear you tell me any theories that you've been hearing about. This is more confirmation. I might just be late to the party on this. Callie is not the, is not the baby. No, not the forest baby. No, yeah. the age the, doesn't the check age out. The age doesn't line up. Okay. She's I feel like high I feel like this episode they made especially sure to point out timelines throughout this entire episode. There was like mm-hmm. that was 25 years ago. You know, that yeah. she's going to college. Like she so like they made a made a real point of Yeah. Callie's not the baby. Yeah, I think I guess people have figured people figured that out last season and i'm not great at math so i was like that's cool as long as someone else figured it out i don't have to worry about it uh but yeah i i think people did think that people were i was telling you people think that chick who uh natalie stabbed in the eye with the fork in the present timeline Mm -hmm. at the cult they thought she was like one of the kids one of the forest babies i kind of feel like maybe that's one of the things that they don't want people to find out is like maybe that's what I want to figure out. Like, I wonder if maybe the thing that they haven't, that they don't want people to find out about is maybe that fucking wilderness baby is out there living in the wilderness still, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe there's other people that they left out there. That's the other thing. Maybe that they they deliberately didn't tell them that there's people still there. Maybe Javi is still alive. Who knows where? Maybe the, maybe he's got his hatch and he's doing his little routine and pressing a button every five minutes, like in Lost. I don't yeah. know. But what do you think? I don't know. I do like that idea that they that they left people. Yeah, I mean the wildest, the wild baby, right? That thing would know nothing about regular life because it was born in this fucking warring tribe with cannibals. Maybe now that thing has gone like full on hills have eyes. It's like had its own kids like they gave maybe gave it another one and then it just had its own fucked up family for generations now just mm. saying could be interesting i think it'd maybe be more like tarzan than hills have eyes but mm, I, 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 not I, if they're I, all like if they're inbreeding you know and i don't know i'm just saying i don't so he I would like travis would be the father of all these children that were out there besides i guess the one from jeff yeah <laughs> so the baby will have been out there for at least uh, 25 like a, a year yeah well, like if if he if the baby's not rescued like the baby is with the group for at least a year about mm-hmm. so yeah we don't know we haven't seen anything about a baby coming back with them we had that one shot of lottie coming back but and we didn't we see, see any other people faces. but none of them were holding a baby yeah i mean they're either eating the baby it's either going to be born dead they're going to eat it or I'm just saying that thing could be fucking thriving out in the woods now. We don't know. But that would be interesting if Shauna has a fucking wild child 25 <laughs> years later. I would hate to see what it grew up into. Yeah. Here, I'll say this. If if Veal comes up at any point during the season, if everyone's like, oh, man, I loved Veal back at, back home. They're eating that baby. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm saying like 90% most likely. Yeah, they're going to eat the baby. They just fucking snacked on Snacky to the bone, man. That bitch didn't have anything left. So a little child comes out. It's going to be like a little little fresh fried chicken popping out the oven. Get, the, <laughs> get those stem cells. Yeah. 
<laughs> exactly. I don't know. I just know the baby is in danger. And if it's not, it's going to be a wilderness baby, I think, forever. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we, I think we'll see pretty soon. This season seems to be accelerating yes. faster than last season. So it does. we might even learn next episode. Who knows? I mean, I'm I'm fully expecting to like have a bunch. I was expecting Ben to die this episode. I was like, oh, episode three, that would be about on par with how much crazy shit's happened in the first two. So we'll see. But I definitely expect some more people are dying. Some crazy shit's happening probably next episode. And we're going to we're going to be back next week to cover all of it here on the, the, the Yellow Jackets team huddle. I don't care that you were a Yellow Jacket. That was like 30 years ago. 25. All right, Yellow Jackets, welcome back to the team huddle. We're going through season two. We're on episode four. Old wounds. Old fucking wounds. They're all uh, over the place this episode. They're all coming back to haunt you. It was really confusing. I was trying to remember what the name of this episode was. And when I tried to Google it, it's like all these articles on recaps and stuff. They like come up with their own name mm-hmm. title. And I'm like, Wait, was this Hunger Games or Reunions? <laughs> and then I like went to IMDb and it's like, okay, old moods. Oh, old yep. moods. Okay. Yeah, people just, I mean, they're, they're having fun with talking about this show. So you got to <laughs> respect it. But yeah, everyone's got a little fun nickname. But I feel like Old Wounds is really the perfect name for this, for this show. Like physically, emotional. Like there's just all kinds of wounds coming back up. <laughs> just call it emotional damage. Yeah. I mean, that, that could be the name of the show, honestly. <laughs> All right, so uh, for if this is your first time uh, listening to the team huddle, um, we are not a recap. We're just discussion, deep dives, theories. So there's a ton of recap videos. So if you want those, go there and then come back. You know? Just watch the fucking episode. Who needs a recap anymore? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, there was a bunch of stuff to that happened in this episode. So I don't, should we start with Javi? I think we have to because everyone's. <laughs> we've been talking about Javi since like. The second to last episode, season one. So the fact that he finally shows up in the end of this episode was kind of shocking. It's It's I, been a minute. I thought, you know, all the Javi's alive theories, you know, they're, we're all just going wild with that shit. I thought it's got to be a red herring. But Javi, the boy who lived. The boy who lived. He's Scoot like fucking over. Harry Potter. Scoot over, Harry Potter. I'm Javi. <laughs> I've got a theory about Javi and where Hit he's me. been hiding this whole time because... I well, and it also ties into my new nickname for Javi. I'm calling him the cabin culprit. I think <laughs> that is Javi. He is the reason for all the things that have been happening in the cabin. Let me lay it out for you, okay? Okay, hit me. So, first, we all know the number one thing everyone's questioning is who the fuck shit in the bucket, right? We all know, okay, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, funny jokes. It's, it's, you know, Coach Ben, but like, <laughs> obviously, like you said, he really. Someone would hear that guy hobbling around doing shit. Yeah. Um, there's been multiple instances, including in this episode, about somebody stealing meat from mm-hmm. the shed, which also happened earlier when, like, you know, Shauna was still playing with dead Jackie and talking to her that she also mentioned that someone had been stealing. Um, the lantern was missing in episode one, as well as I was thinking, I know we all hate, is it Marie or Mari? I don't fucking know, but we mm. all hate her. Mari. Mari. Okay. That's another reason why I hear just be fucking Marie, bitch. <laughs> Anyways, she's been complaining about the fucking dripping happening yeah. as she hears the dripping. No one else <clears throat> hears it. Here's my theory. Okay. 
I'm thinking Javi might have been hiding in the cabin the entire time. Like like um under the floorboards or something. There's maybe some mm. little secret fucking place. And here's my reasoning. So like the the um Aquila, that chick when she was helping Mari like look around for the the drip noise, she found a little mouse in the cupboard and she's like, "Oh, you've been here the whole time. You've been oh. hiding here the whole time." So I'm wondering if it's foreshadowing. <clears throat> but also I was just, and this is also very just something I just saw this movie, so maybe that's why, but I don't know if you've heard of the movie I See You on Netflix. Sounds familiar. It's like a from a couple of years ago, but it's been like resurfaced now and it just got added and it has to do with like these pe- this family and they think like they're either being haunted possibly in the house, shit's going missing or like moving and they might think they're going insane, but it's it has to do with this this term called frogging which I had never heard of, but it's about people who live in houses while unbeknownst to the people who actually live there. And they like stay there secretly and like live in like weird little spaces in the house and like eat their food and shit while they're gone. And like, just fucking like lay up and live there. Oh, and so I'm, I'm wondering maybe there's some little space in that cabin we haven't found yet. I love that. Right. That's a, great theory because i feel like all i've heard is just everyone saying that there's a there's a series of tunnels and all this stuff and or another camp of people people are saying or there's another group of people out there i'm like this is not lost there are no others and if there are it would be too close to lost i don't think they're gonna do anything like that or with a hatch going underground and tunnels right yeah i think it's got to be something so simple yeah personally he's only a kid (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I love that. And I, I feel like uh, I've I felt like the stuff of of Lottie going down the hatch and stuff in her vision quest that she had. Mm-hmm. I felt like all of that was more so just playing a joke of people paralleling this to Lost. Like, yeah, I was like, I just don't think they're going to do that. They're not going to do anything and, that Lost has already done. They might fuck with our expectations of what we're seeing because of our like knowledge of lost. And because like that show really started this whole mystery show trend, you know, like looking for clues everywhere. And I just feel like, yeah, they're not doing the hatch thing. They're not doing another group of people. They're not doing tunnels underground with all this storage. Like I think Javi has been living there. And then if people are like, people are saying like, well, why wouldn't he just come talk to them? It's like, well, at doom coming, they all fucking tried to kill Travis. (laughs) They were insane. And then just a couple episodes ago, we probably saw them all fucking chowing down on Jackie. So if I'm Javi, I'm going, you know what? Maybe I will stay hidden. (laughs) I don't know that these girls are really going to protect me if I come back. I'd be sketched out. So I I think he's the cabin culprit. That's my new theory. We'll see if I'm right. But like, that's where I'm thinking he's been. Kudos to you. I applaud that. Thank you. That is a that's a great theory. You know, I had to put it together. But once they saw that cute little mouse and she's like, oh, have you been hiding here? I'm like, oh, this this show likes to foreshadow, you know, just <laughs> yeah. saying. Um, but yeah, I thought that was was interesting. I'm curious because obviously we haven't got anything from Javi. He didn't say shit when he showed back up at the end. So yeah. I'm curious what I'm I'm hoping God we're going to get an, an answer next episode. I don't know. He seems a little bit fucked up, too. So who knows if he's even speaking at this point? Yeah. Well, I did see that the next episode is titled Two Truths and a Lie. Mm, so interesting. 
Color me intrigued. Yeah, I mean, as every episode this season, I'm already like, this is why I'm like rewatching Lost. Is because I'm just like, I need more. Every episode, <laughs> I'm like, what? I, I can't. I can't wait a week. What are you talking about? So I think this week uh, too, I just went down a downward spiral of theories and and ideas. So. <laughs> I am really, really interested in the whole situation between past Van and Ty and Ty leading that, leading her to all the trees and stuff. Mm-hmm. I have, I have kind of a weird theory, but I wanted to hear if you've, if you've read anything or have any ideas of what's going on there. I don't know. Honestly, the one thing I was like looking into was like if you have like sleepwalking, how often is that associated with like a disassociative state or like a mm-hmm. fugue state, which is basically what Ty is doing. And I've I've found that it is like kind of correlated, but I, I feel like with Ty, it's more just that she just refuses to deal with anything that she has going on that's fucked up inside of her, her dark mm-hmm. side. Whereas like the others seem to kind of embrace it as adults. Maybe they held back for a while, but like Shauna definitely has been embracing her dark side. Misty, we all know, has been embracing it for a long time. And they both seem a lot healthier, obviously, than uh, Ty in the future or in the current timeline. I just feel like there's got to be something with like, I don't know what's going to break her and Van up in the past, but I'm really curious to find out because from what it seems like, like maybe Van brings her over to the spiritual side. And that's why like they don't talk anymore is because Ty like, wants to move on past that and forget all about it. And that's probably mm-hmm. why that shit's happening again is because she just shuts it out, this other side of her. So it's just coming out more and more. Yeah. But that's pretty much all I got. I'm curious to hear what your theories are. So my theory, it's it's kind of out there. It, it could very, very easily. Perfect for the show. <laughs> it could very easily be wrong with just one little bit of information that we learn. I mean, first off, I think part of the issue between Ty and Van is I think Van cheats on Ty with other Ty. I think other Ty I think other Ty is gonna get freaky with Van. I mean she kind of seems like a better fit. I mean she's creepy <laughs> as hell. Let's be real. She's yeah. eating dirt. She's fucking following a guy with no eyes. I don't like that. But <laughs> she does seem to be a bit more She's more open to the spirituality. That's the thing is like the regular regular tie, I guess, like normal daytime tie. She just seems to shut down Van at every point and seems yep. extremely controlling. So I could totally see that happening because the other Van or sorry, the other tie seems to be a lot more accepting and fit better with Van. I'd be yep. interested if that happens. How weird would that be if you cheated with your other <laughs> split personality? Does it count as cheating? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But all right, so here's my theory. And a lot of this revolves around we don't know anything about Ty's parents. Mm, Yeah. And the only thing we know um, is is the the woman in the flashback of season one that sees the the eyeless man. Is that Mm -hmm. her mother or her grandmother? Her grandma. Okay. So the theory essentially is that Ty, as we know her, is actually the other Ty. The dark Ty is actually the real Ty. And hmm. Ty has been to this place before. Like, she was in a plane crash or, or something with her parents. 
lived in this place. That's why she knows where all the trees are. Interesting. And then the trauma of all of that manifested new tie or the tie that we know hmm. to to cope with what happened. And now that original person is kind of coming out and it's back in its original place. It knows where things are. It knows what's going on. That's the only way I can like explain in a non supernatural way that that Ty knows what's going on. And then also, I think dark Ty is maybe the reason for the plane crash in to begin with. Really? Because I went back and I watched the first episode mm -hmm. and it shows in the plane crash sequence at the end, it shows everyone's faces during the crash everyone's freaking out does not show ty mm. like you think she's like sitting there smiling like a fucking evil villain in the background <laughs> yeah or something i don't know but like... Aha, all according to plan <laughs> that's <laughs> interesting I'm... so the yeah so the way that it's this whole thing is easily explained is that we see something about ty like we, we got that one flashback when she was like a baby mm -hmm. but the, she wouldn't have been born on in this place. She would have been like an you know an infant or something. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I don't know. It, yeah, I guess like that. It would have to be something weird like that in order to kind of explain the the supernatural shit away. Mm -hmm. But like that was that was funny. This episode when the girls were kind of debating about the things that happened. I'm like, they sound like all of us every week. Like, yeah. well, how do you explain the bear? It's like, well, that could have been sick. It's like, yeah, but the birds then. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, but she also, now they're going to have even more fuel for the fire because, Oh, she, she uh, said Javi was going to come back and he's alive. And now he is. So I think, um, I think it's interesting. It could be. I'm not. I'm still not sure about the supernatural stuff. So I, I like this as a new, another option. Are they really just fucking crazy? All of them. Yeah. Are they all insane? The other thing that um, I picked up from watching the first episode again is that Lottie's dad paid for the plane. Yeah. So he's up to something. He's rich as hell, is <laughs> yeah. what he is. But yeah. Yeah, and he's also the one who like doesn't believe in any of the spiritual stuff that she does. Um, that's interesting, and I I don't know. Maybe it, I guess like my theories are now I think going towards more of the mystical shit. I think the more and more that I'm watching the show, I'm like looking into like what could this possibly mean in a spiritual way. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, like I don't know. I guess I'm I'm I think the show is leaning a bit more that way, but it's still up in the air. So I'm really curious. It could all just be a red herring, but I think I'm I'm on the more of the supernatural side at, at the moment. Okay. Are you the, like still trying to like I'm, be like I I think it could be like something that you could rationalize away. Yeah, I I think the show is trying to get us to the show's trying to make us do the Lottie or or tie argument like supernatural or not and I, mm, yeah I, 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 i'm trying to figure out how it's not supernatural because <laughs> it is seeming like it's going that way but yeah it, it's very similar to lost in that way where you're getting like the man of faith versus man of science with Locke mm. versus jack yeah and tie is very much like jack like when i think Locke says something to him of like well, if you can lie to them like half as well as you lie to yourself, I think it'll be fine. And it's like, literally, that is exactly what Ty does. She just <laughs> fucking lies to herself about everything. 
scoots it under the rug, just like Jack. So I'm wondering if like, I mean, maybe she'll be proven right by the end, but I don't know. The more I see of her other personality, the more I think this thing's got to be a fucking <laughs> spirit or something like it. How does she know where all those trees are? If it's not the, the, the thing that you pointed out could be it, but it seems like like the fact that they all when Van's yeah. like, they're the symbol. It's a giant fucking symbol. It's like, what the fuck? How is that happening? <laughs> I, this was like the only thing I could think of to explain that. And I'm like, otherwise, it, there's time travel, you know, or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if they can. I can't handle more time travel. That just, just feels like a total like, oh, we're just going to use that because we can't explain shit anymore. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I do feel like that. I thought it was. I think it's interesting, too, that like. This episode we got to see, I was, I feel like this was a big change for me with seeing that Lottie is an adult is like none of the visions are real. None yeah. of my things were real. It was all just me being delusional and asking for more medication. So I was like, that's interesting because I was under the impression from the first few episodes that like she still was believing she was some sort of like prophet or spiritual queen, antler queen, mm. right? Yeah. And maybe she secretly does or she has some shit. But I thought that was interesting because it seems like also in the past, this episode, the young girls, the other girls are the ones saying, Lottie can do it. She doesn't need a weapon. She can find food. It's like, calm down. You know, she's not <laughs> signing up for this. She's not saying, yes, I'll be the one that does the spiritual whatever. It's kind of like a reluctant, reluctant thing that they showed, which was interesting. I think it added a little extra depth to her character. Well, I feel I felt like that part she was saying that because she's still medicated but and and i think she keeps wanting stronger and stronger meds because when she's not on her meds she fully believes in this like and mm -hmm. something bad happened clearly well, back then because of her beliefs i think well the, and then like at the end of that part like she goes to the to the stump as an adult and cuts her hand again so like she is starting to believe it again like she she needs something to fight it and yeah i thought that was interesting too because like so she cuts her hand in the past right and then yeah. she cuts her hand as an adult but when she does that in the past it's like they don't find food but javi shows up and then when she does it in the future or sorry in the current timeline when adult lottie does that again at the stump and she says please let this be enough mm -hmm. i was like hmm that's interesting i'm starting to notice just after rewatching some stuff it seems like the smaller the sacrifice of blood, like the smaller amount of blood, a small gift is given. Yeah. So it feels like they're building up to a large sacrifice, a large amount of blood ben. in order to be fully rewarded. I mean, definitely Ben's on the table. Yeah. Again, we get another flashback about how pathetic it is that he is not going to live his life and he never did. And it's just very depressing anytime we get anything from Ben's point of view now. <laughs> Yeah, Ben, it's like, can we just put him out of his misery? I mean, he's literally like, can we just fucking old yeller that guy and take him out in the back <laughs> and shoot him? Because, like, this is just really cruel. And I, I kind of thought M Mari was going to fucking attack him at one point. <laughs> so I was, worried. <laughs> I was going to ask you. what? So when she goes up to the stump and cuts her hand. Was. Was that the first time she saw the stump or was the the part in the finale season one at with the bear heart was it's the same that, stump, but which one came first for some reason, I felt like she had just found the stump. Like this was the first time she'd oh. seen the stump. No, I think it's the same one. 
that like okay. she had already sacrificed the bear to because there wasn't snow when they did that. I don't think, or maybe there was, but like I feel like now they've gotten pat because they're still eating the bear at oh, okay. this point. So yeah, I think it's like that. And then in the current timeline, she must have like either fucking. I was like, are they near that cabin? Like, are they are they on that? property that are out in ca- the fucking Canadian wilderness because it looks like the same stump but I think it's just they made another stump yeah that, or they made it to look like it <laughs> yeah because the the the, re- the retreat or whatever that's like in Pennsylvania or something yeah but I'm like did they go get the stump and fucking bring it here I don't know she's <laughs> she might, got a she, lot of money she might I I heard a thing of the, they think that she modeled the retreat based off of the map of mm-hmm. the symbol interesting so maybe yeah maybe i don't know i'm curious to see how that goes uh throughout the season i'm kind of curious because at least for me so this is something that i don't know if i don't know if you've heard this but the actress who plays adult ty she said by the end of this season that the audience we will hate all of the adult characters by the end of the season and yeah. i'm so curious as to what would make us turn on them because they've done some shit and we're all like it's fine it's totally cool. I don't care. You know, they're all like, they're traumatized. They've been through some shit. I was thinking, what's the ultimate thing they could do to make us hate them? And I'll tell you. First off, I kind of feel like they're all going to, con- like when all of the adult yellow jackets meet up again, it's going to be at Lottie's compound, right? Yeah. I feel like they might restart the cult. I've, I'm wondering if maybe they all find out about Jeff being the real blackmailer and they sacrifice him. That Ooh. would make people really not sure how to feel about him because jeff's just a fan favorite we love that guy oh that would be yeah that would be bad that would be the thing (laughs) and they've kept saying throughout the like i mean the entire show but especially in this season like hinting at they did terrible things back then yeah and so far we haven't seen anything terrible i mean yeah they they haven't like killed someone here to eat them or like they haven't had that like hunter mentality where they all hunt after one girl or, you know, sacrifice to the gods or whatever. Um, so I do kind of feel like it's got to be something like that. Maybe they'll all sacrifice Steve, the poor dog. I'm still worried about that guy. <laughs> I, we haven't seen him. Who the fuck is feeding him? You know, <laughs> Ty just kind of fucking left. But I'm curious if that I mean, I kind of feel like obviously they could obviously just as easily sacrifice Walter if he's on to Misty. But I don't feel like we would all hate them for that yeah it's got to be somebody we love which is fucking jeff and my other reasoning for them finding this out is because in the previous episode when walter and misty interviewed randy pretended to be fbi he almost fucking spilled the fact about he was like oh is this about jeff and like spilled the fact that like they were the blackmailers so i'm wondering if that was like a little hint that like they're gonna find this out by the end of the season and it's not going to be good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, I love every second of the Misty Walter rom-com. Oh, like, so much sexual tension. I would watch a whole movie, a whole rom-com of them. I'm <laughs> loving them. They're like so, so funny. <laughs> when they're at the restaurant, they're like, oh, yeah, they're at the, far- the, the cult people, the purple people. They're at the farmer's market on Tuesdays. And they're like, today's tuesday and everyone's just like that luck wow look at us good for us like i was just so into it and then that whole like nighttime routine when they're like doing their bedtime stuff it's just like god fucking shit these people are perfect for each other 
I want them to get together and live happily ever after. But the more that I see them together and how perfect they are, I just get worried. Uh, <laughs> I get I, so worried. I laughed so hard when Elijah Wood came up with the whole face mask. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, okay, that's Hannibal Lecter. But it was just a perfect, like, they were just tied to each other in such perfect ways. He's literally too perfect for Misty and... I'm just worried. I'm just worried for her, but like, I want them to be together. I, I love <laughs> them, you know? Yeah. And the, my other favorite part to kind of keep on the train of every episode, Shauna does something <laughs> crazy and kind of hot, you know, always hot. She's as sexy as hell when she's being that crazy talking about peeling off people's skin. I love I, it. <laughs> I have a total fear boner for Shauna. Yeah, it's, it's, that's it's, the it's... definition of fear boner right there. <laughs> But like when she took Callie out, I was like, is she going to murder? Literally, that was daughter? my first thought. She's like, there's no self-service. And I was like, okay, I'm kind of here for this, though. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, I guess there's not. Let's get out of the car. I'm like, oh, my God. I also just was dying at any of Shauna's reactions to things. Like when she's like, so you're saying that this is all because of dad? And she's like, no. I, well, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Just when, the way that she responded to everything was so adorable. Yeah, when she was recapping like all the events of season one. Yeah. Like, oh, your dad was the blackmailer. Yeah, sorry, that was a lie. I'm I'm sorry, I can't keep track. There's too many lies. It reminded me of uh of Michelle Yeoh and everything everywhere all at once when she's trying to explain the multiverse. <laughs> she's like raccoon. Yeah. There's raccoons controlling you. It's like what? She's like, oh, can we just have Shauna recap every episode? Know. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so actually, this is funny. Just since we're talking about the adults, I had an interesting, I had to do some like research this week because one of the lines that Misty and Walter have when they're in the car is he's like, I don't care about you being a yellow jacket. Like that was like 30 years ago. And then Misty's like, mm, actually, it's only been 25. It's 25 years. And they've mentioned that in season one where it was like a big deal about 25 they so mentioned like, several times this season. This season, last season, like it's come up a lot. So I was like, finally, like, I don't know why I haven't done this yet, but like, I'm going to look up what the fuck number 25 means, because it's weird that it's not just one person, one of the yellow jackets that has a bunch of shit going down at 25 years later. It's all of them. So like, it could be if there's a spiritual like demon creature, whatever, that like this is like Pennywise and he just fucking sleeps for 27 years or 25 and then wakes up. Because, like, it could have been 25 years before that that the cabin guy showed up with his plane and fucking died or did whatever there, right? I don't yep. know. I'm not sure if we'll get the whole history. But the number 25 is apparently super special in numerology. It's considered to be the an angel number, which means it has great power and potential to lead into a holy year, which is interesting. Mm. Um, it's also associated with the planet Mars, which is the planet of war and aggression, which I think is a similar thing to where we're thinking of like, you know, the warring factions, the warring tribes that they're going to be split into. I don't know if that'll come to fruition in the, in the adult timeline as well. Shout out Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> and then also the number 25 is like the number of miracles, hope and love, but it can also be like a negative unlucky number because it can represent chaos and destruction but basically, it means like a change. Something is happening. Something important is like a transition to something or it's like a religious kind of thing. So I'm curious if that will be part of it. Like, are they all going to be back in the cult 25 mm. years later? Like, or does this thing demand sacrifices? 
every 25 years? Or maybe did they reawaken it because they, you know, killed their dog or killed Adam, spilled blood kind of a thing? Mm. So I'm curious. It could be a lot of those things. I just thought it was interesting that it has to do with like religious kind of things or a holy year, which seems like very on on brand for Yellow mm-hmm. Jackets. <laughs> so I'm curious to see if, if that'll be anything later on. I'm not sure exactly how it all would work, but it, it does make me feel a little bit more like there's something supernatural going on. If there's something about 25 years later. Hmm. Well, we'll have to keep, we'll have to stay on top of that. I yeah, think, I'll, I'll check in week to week. <laughs> I I think next week we're going to have a lot to talk about. I mean, t- a title of two truths and a lie that just says like everything. We're going to throw a lot of stuff at you and you guys figure out which one's what <laughs> we're going to be investigating a lot of things. We're going to be putting our citizen detective hats on and we're going to be trying to figure out what the truths and what the lie are. Um, it was also interesting, like this episode when Lottie was having one of her visions and it was the, like she was reading like the positive affirmations or whatever that the people in mm-hmm. the cult wrote down. And she saw the queen of hearts card with the eyes crossed out. Yeah. And Misty mentioned, and a lot of people have theorized that they're going to, that's going to be part of their, thing of like how they determine who pit girl is or who the one that they hunt is whoever draws the queen of hearts card Mm -hmm. which the queen of hearts is like something that's i mean it's in like a it's a tarot card as well but it means like love fertility creativity but it can also be negative um and suggest that you might be lost or confused and you're not seeing the whole picture which i thought Mm. was fascinating (laughs) Because it could be that these people are just lost in the woods and confused and have no idea what's happening. And they're using the supernatural thing to give meaning to something. But it's maybe not the entire picture of what's happening. Yeah. Interesting. Or maybe they give the Queen of Hearts to whoever doesn't see the whole, doesn't get it, isn't with the program. And they're like, get the fuck out, bitch. You're going to be hunted. <laughs> it's got to be something like that. The Queen of Hearts, because like the heart necklace that we see on Pit Girl, yep. Jackie's necklace, it feels like. That's all tied together somehow. Yeah. And that's what I'm wondering. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's going to be a good reveal if that's what it is. Uh, yeah, the, I think they've mentioned drawing cards before. It's been in like the the I think the opening credits a bit. It's just which speaking of the opening credits, I think we got to shout out Alanis Morissette did the the credit song this week. Oh, nice. Did you notice that it was different? Or did no. you just skip the intro like a fucking dick? <laughs> I might have skipped it. Yeah. Okay. Go back and listen to it. Because I was like, whoa, this is different. What the fuck? And then I looked it up. I'm like, Alanis Morissette? Genius. <laughs> fucking genius. All right. Well, next week, I won't skip it. We'll... Don't skip it. It could be different every week. That's this. These kind of shows, you got to watch everything. The end credits, there could be a clue anywhere. <laughs> okay. What, whatever you say. As uh, you're... I, I called you our team captain before, and then we decided that. I decided that... I don't want to be the team captain because of what happened to Jackie. I would like to be the citizen detective, there if that go. is all right with you. <laughs> okay. She seems, Misty seems to at least have her shit together. She's still alive in the adult timeline, so I'm liking that better for myself. Agent African Grey. Agent African Grey, and I'll be back next week with some more insane <laughs> theories. All right. Well, we will see all of you next week on the Yellow Jackets team huddle. Who the fuck is this? Walter, <laughs> I've heard nothing but wonderful things about you. Welcome back to the Yellow Jackets Team Huddle, Season 2, Episode 5, right? That's correct. Okay. 
two truths and a lie. Yep. And I don't know if you thought this, but when I saw last week that this episode was called Two Truths and a Lie, I was expecting a lot more of that actual idea than what we actually got. Yeah. But that scene was still really good. I mean, you could technically look at it and say, who else is lying here? And like throughout the episode, who's telling the truth? I don't know. It kind of sounds like Walter's always telling the truth from uh, what he said this episode. Yeah, I mean, if if the entire episode is based off that one time they play it, really, the title should have been called Three Truths, No Lies. Yeah, because there was a lot of truth. There was, I mean, the only lie that Misty tried to tell twice. I guess she did. Misty's the person who was lying in the past and the present mm-hmm. when she tried to pretend that she didn't actually destroy the black box. I was just kidding. And when also when Walter accused her of murdering Adam and she's like, you think I'm capable of murder? It's like, yeah, Misty, maybe your acting skills aren't quite there. Because <laughs> like, we all know that that's like exactly what she's capable of. And Walter was just on board for it. He's like, yeah, I, I mean, loved it. You're you have all the traits of a killer, like you're charming, you're charismatic. But you're like, thoughtful. I'm, I'm here. I'm here for it. Let's do yeah. this. <laughs> I mean, like. He's like, yeah, my grandma killed my grandpa, but like she never missed a birthday. (laughs) And I'm just like, I love this because I was really worried that he, especially when he twisted the conversation and was like, oh, so maybe you killed Adam. Like, of course, as a good citizen detective, he's like, I looked into it, but I'm just so happy that he seems to be in on it. It was just a great parallel episode for Misty, really, like the comparison between in the past when she was friends with Crystal and thinking, okay, I'm. I it's my best friend. I can now tell her everything. Whereas now she's clearly learned from that because she's our girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, now she's like being all hesitant to like really let Walter in. So it's interesting because it seems like he would have been the person that you could admit something like this to and he wouldn't bat a fucking eye. <laughs> right. He's maybe right. the one person in the world that you could tell this to. But I was screaming at the TV. Misty, please don't tell her. Don't tell anyone that destroyed the black box. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's the worst thing you can do. <laughs> it was just, a, yeah, I knew, I saw that coming. They're at the cliff. Oh, boy. Well, what I mean, and since you since you mentioned uh, Crystal, I mean, Kristen. Kristen, you know, yeah, she's going to be Crystal. <laughs> uh, I thought it was, I mean, RIP to, to Crystal. I mean, she she got a pretty bad death, and she was... She was killed. We knew she was going to die since we met her in the first episode of this season. And she, <laughs> yep. she's been there the whole time. But it's like you died and you were actually named. Whereas the other person <laughs> I'm looking at the IMDb right now, just called Yellow Jacket number one. The you, Yellow Jacket number one outlived the named person. Well, yeah, <laughs> they have to give us somebody that like we can. I mean, there's the only real thing that we all thought as soon as Misty got a friend was this isn't going to end well because <laughs> yeah. we know who fucking Misty is. Right. We've learned and she's never had friends. So it can't be like, oh, she's never had friends. I better first friend. It's going to be the most perfect friendship because if so, like, yeah, right. I just did well, not expect I expected her to die. I will say terrible death on top of she just dumped the shit so did she yeah. land on the shit yeah definitely she landed on the shit and fell with the bucket i mean just worse timing i would have been looking out for that on the way you, down you can't even eat her now she's just covered in, in shit washer she'll be <laughs> fine they clean it <laughs> i mean i was a little disappointed i thought 
that Crystal might have survived the fall because she has the extra strength from when she ate her twin. You're right. You thought maybe that was going to come back. (laughs) When she resorbed the twin. (laughs) It's like she was almost creepy enough to keep up with Misty, but not quite. You know, there's like a whole nother level of sociopath between her and Misty. And and that was finally she finally got to see that. And I would say Misty scared the shit out of me. But oh, she yeah. was like, I will fucking kill you. And then yeah. I, I actually was most surprised, I think, about this scene that Missy didn't push her. It was accidental, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, she was like put like kind of, you know, in her face, yeah. threatening to kill her as she fell off the cliff. But still a mistake. Well, and I think the scariest part of that is that we learned that Misty is um, she's she's a little bit into incest. She watched her parents fucking and didn't look away. That, I mean, that's not like probably the least weird thing we've learned about her <laughs> so far. So I just kind of glazed that, you know, just went right by me. But yeah, I do feel like I was expecting her to maybe like push her a bit more. So it's interesting. I, I'm curious to see how that develops since like, you know, she just said that she got lost and couldn't find her. And now none of the girls have seen what happened yet. And mm-hmm. if they'll figure out like, well, why'd she fall backwards instead of frontwards if she was like lost wandering around? You know, I don't know. So I have I have a theory kind of on this. Mm-hmm. I think the the uh, the transmitter or whatever it's called. The black box. The black box. I think that is still a secret to this day. Ooh, that is an interesting theory. You don't think that's why none of them wanted to talk to Misty all this time? That's what I always thought. They must have learned I, that right like at the end. N- no, I think that Misty does some more fucked up shit. Wouldn't put uh, it past her. <laughs> but I bet, I, I think they're going to learn about the black box in the present day. Interesting. At I some mean, point. That could be, I w- that would be shocking to me because I feel like they... I've I've read other people too theorizing that like you know when they eventually get found they're gonna like investigate the crash site and whatever and that like they might find the black box and realize that it was smashed so it's like they would all assume it was fucking Misty I don't think anyone would not if anyone's sabotaging anything secretly it's fucking Misty and I think last season Nat like knew to check her glove box when she like had pulled that wire out of her car and yeah. so I feel like she knows that like Misty fucks with shit so that she's needed. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, but I would be whenever they find that out, it's not going to be good for Misty. That's going to be uh, something you'd think you can't come back from because that's pretty fucked. That's that's going to be worse than than Nat lying about Javi being dead. I mean, right. At least Nat had good intentions. Misty <laughs> did, I guess, for herself. <laughs> but like, what, 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 what do you think Jackie and Laura Lee would say to that? You know, this is because of you. Great. <laughs> um, she dies, and then Jackie and Laura Lee are there. She, yeah, you bitch. Well, so what's it? What's also like kind of funny, just since we're talking about the whole like, I know Misty and like this, uh, the cliff death was interesting to me because earlier in the season when Ty is like sleepwalking and the other one is like following the guy with no eyes, he leads her to the cliff. So I'm wondering if like, because that thing clearly represents death, right? Because Mm -hmm. like she saw it for the first time when like her grandma died. And I'm thinking like it showed the cliff and I feel like it was showing her like where someone was going to die. And then like now it happened. Mm. 
So I'm wondering if maybe Ty's going to be part of like the one who chooses who is to be sacrificed. Maybe because she's associated with the death thing. And like, I don't know, but I'm wondering that because I thought it was interesting that she would bring her to the cliff. And then like, there's a death there, maybe depending on, I don't know, maybe they have to sacrifice near each of those symbols or some shit, because that's Mm -hmm. also where a symbol was, I think. Well, so I, I saw this and I wasn't sure if I was late to the party on this or if everyone knows, but they, they, they pick out the chores by drawing cards. Yes. And so I think the queen at whatever point that is, they're going to do that for how they determine who dies. So inter- that's something that I picked up on. i maybe the last episode or an episode before, but just like just recently, but I think people have theorized this for a long time, but I know that like one thing that I had to double check and rewatch this episode for was because somebody else had caught the fact that like when they're all trying to get Javi to talk about where he's been gone after like Travis is like, he'll talk when he's ready in the background. One of the girls is like, they're like, Javi, where did you get this queen card? Cause like, I guess and other fucking citizen detectives out there have already picked up on the fact that like either maybe last season or something, when they found the deck of cards, they were like, there's no queen. So then Javi shows up with the queen. I wonder if its eyes are like also scratched out. And then it all comes back to dark tie again. And that she's the friend that he had out in the wilderness because he says, my friend told me not to come back. I was, I was going to ask you. So is that what people are thinking? Is that dark, dark tie? I think so. Or a lot of people think that like, cause there's, pictures that Ben is looking at and they look like pictures that Javi's been drawing since he got back. And one of them is like the tree stump and it has like, people can like see a woman in it. Like a, it looks like the shape of a woman. So they're like thinking it could be, I don't know, some sort of like, (laughs) like, I don't know, some weird creature out there or like a little like fairy. Fuck if I know. Um, I've, I've heard a bunch of different stuff, but for me, I don't know about that. That would for sure, like, get us into that supernatural territory. I think we're still going to stay on the line of this. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be Dark Tie because in season one, two, or sorry, wow, one, two. <laughs> in season one, when her when Ty's son is like, when Sammy's like, oh, the bad one, there's the bad one. We were yeah. thinking like, oh, is that a spirit? Is that something else? And then it turns out it was just, you know, bad tie, dark yeah. tie. So I, I'm kind of thinking the same thing here. And that, like, she was just, like, obviously she knew where to find Javi, clearly, when she found him. Like, it's it's got to be something like that. What what do you think? I Yeah, I mean, I've heard, it seems like you, the obvious thing would be, would be Dark, dark Tie. Um, it was Shauna who told him to run during... I was wondering if it would, could be Shauna, too, yeah. But there's nothing really hinting at that so dark for tie, the fact, yeah yeah the other one thing i heard about the 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 spirit or the drawings is that potentially maybe the antler queen is none of them maybe the antler queen is like something that was already in the woods yeah then again we're getting into the other's territory i just don't think they're gonna do it i i think they're not going that direction it would kind of be cheap if there was something else like some other woman out there um 
Well, and it what? kind of looked like in the vision that Natalie had that like she was wearing the fucking thing. So that's why I still think it's going to be a rotating seat yeah. for whoever gets it that time. I don't know how they're going to decide it, but it's it's definitely like, I don't know. I'm just curious to see if Javi tells anyone anything else. Like it's I think it's important to note that he talked to Ben only because Ben is the only one who didn't eat Jackie. Mm -hmm. So I think that pretty much confirms that Javi saw them all eat snacky. So he saw them all chow down. He's definitely not talking to any of them. Yep. So that would make me think it would maybe if it is dark tie, just because that's like a very different person, obviously is what like that they've even said. So, well, speaking of dark tie, I called it last week. Dark tie hooks up with Van. You did call it. That was uh, I said that. Damn it, Jace. How'd you know? <laughs> like as soon as she's back, she doesn't even say hi. It's like Dark tie just fucking makes out with her right away. <laughs> Loved it. I kind of like Dark tie, honestly. She seems like she just gets the job done. She just knows what she wants and fucking does it. <laughs> you know. I was, I was gonna ask you if you had any thoughts on what she meant when she kisses Van, and then she's like, "We're." we're not we're in the wrong place or like we're not supposed to be here yeah i think that means that they are all meant to go back to lottie i think they're all going back to lottie's compound by the end of the season they will all be there okay so this isn't a lost situation where they're like we have to go back to the island (laughs) no 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 (laughs) no i mean maybe i i do think like in that way not necessarily that's what it is, but like I think by the end of the season, they're going to be getting back in touch with their roots of like this ritual, weird cult shit that they started up back in the day. I, I do think, just speaking on Taisa for a minute, loved her in van scenes in the future and like them being like, it was just, oh, it was so good. But I, I really liked her character's turn this episode and I was not expecting her to like already be like going to the, the like not prayer stuff, but kind of like her little, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's basically like a fucking just mindfulness. It's like using that headspace app. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Literally just breathing, getting in touch with your body and your surroundings. It's not like harmful that way, but like, it is interesting that Ty just is already doing that and that Mm -hmm. she's like, Oh, and I'm not sleepwalking anymore. Like, I was just surprised. I thought it would take her a long time. I thought she'd be more of like the leader of the other side that's rational. So I I kind of feel like after this episode, it looks like that's going to be Shauna and maybe Natalie. They're the only two that seem really like of the women that are totally not into the the religious cult shit at all. Yeah, but based off the kind of the end of this episode with that Natalie, future Natalie and and Lottie scene, it seems like there is at some point in the past, like some resolution between them. And then something else happens that splits them up again. Yeah. Who the fuck knows at this point, we don't know anything. And another thing too, is that we talked about like, when did Van and Ty ever break up? And I think Van, they talk about how they went to Jeff and Shauna's wedding. So everyone's like, that was like, you know, a couple years after the wilderness, probably. So it's yeah. interesting that they would be together then and then still break up later. Or maybe they were just friends. I don't know. But interesting. I think just off the way they behaved, I think we can safely assume that Ty is the one who ended things. Yeah, I feel like they are going to have to introduce at some point soon 
kind of like a third timeline of right after they get rescued. Mm-hmm. You know, because there, there's a lot of stuff of like what happened when they got back. Like, how long was it before Jeff and Shauna kicked things back off? Yeah, what was the fallout with Jackie. Like, how did all that kind of play out? When did when did Ty and Van break up? I'm wondering. Yeah, I'm. I'm assuming. I don't know if we'll necessarily get a full like third like time frame as another plot line, but I do think like eventually we'll be seeing a lot more like of that flat flashbacks and stuff. Yeah, we definitely will. I mean, it was interesting already just to start off the season with that for Lottie. Mm-hmm. I guess we kind of got her answers. You know, she's she was locked up in a fucking insane asylum and like electrocuted in, and shit. In Sweden or something. In Sweden. I mean, it seems like the nicest place I guess to go to if you have to. But <laughs> there's uh, worse places you could be in a mental is, asylum. <laughs> there is, uh, and I I do think also too. I'm interested to see Lottie and Misty next episode, like coming back together because yeah, like Misty was so surprised and I thought she was so adorable when she was like. Like, I found everyone. I Mm. mean, everyone. And she's like, but clearly not. Because, like, how did she not find Lottie? Lottie's, like, off the fucking grid then. Like, how the fuck did Misty not even find out anything about this? Well, yeah, it seems like the only person who knew about Lottie was the private investigator. Yeah, because Ty had her dig shit up. But it's like... Ty knew. That means that that private investigator was better than Misty. Misty is really off her game, as Walter points out. She's just well, I mean, distracted. I mean, I, if Misty was a full-time PI, I think. Yeah, I think totally. she'd be fine. You know, she's got a lot going on. She's kidnapping and fucking, you know, withholding medication from her elderly <laughs> patients. She's got a lot. Caligula, you know, cleaning out his cage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I wanted to talk about my my favorite vice on yellow jackets mm-hmm. my fear boner lover shauna yep i i I, th- I feel like the last couple scene or uh, last couple episodes she's kind of she's had a little bit less going on like she was doing a lot of sh- crazy shit in the first three episodes mm-hmm. and then like the last two episodes she's just like yeah i'm backing off you guys can have your sh- time to shine so i'm really just waiting for shauna to do something insane but um, you mean like give birth in the next fucking episode? Yeah, <laughs> that is gonna be a nightmare. The the whole I loved both of the future scenes when Sh- Shauna and Callie like have this moment of bonding over like covering up a crime and lying <laughs> and, to the cops. And Jeff's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he's like, wait, their responses how different they are when she says things like promise you won't get mad and he's like okay and then sean is like no and then he's <laughs> like she's like i told this guy i was seeing about your affair and he's a cop and then it's like sean is like a fucking cop <laughs> jeff was like how old is he like they're just priorities are so different and he, i was getting major like there's no book club energy from jeff <laughs> yeah. in this whole scene because he's just so taken aback by everything that both of the women in his family say at any given moment and i did love like Callie has this like she really turned around for me from the beginning when she was just kind of being a bitch like uh, whatever now she seems to be like did I do good mom like I like <laughs> yeah. this for her and I was like yeah I mean come on if I found out my parents were in doing shit like this I'd be like all right I'm gonna run this place now I can do anything I want to and it will not be as bad as you fuckers you know like she yeah. she should really be and now that she's like getting in with the family biz 
I'm, I mean, I know this cop is going to die. He has to go. He sucks. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be Callie or Shauna who kills him? Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. Mother daughter tag team. Yeah, it might <laughs> it might be a bonding moment. <laughs> I mean, it's like she's her her daughter's older than she was when this happened. Probably about the same age. So yeah, you know, it's about time she murdered somebody. <laughs> you know, join the family business. I I loved the whole fake affair scene so much <laughs> don't you dare think about me don't randy you dare think about me <laughs> and i love these like jeff didn't really tell me what what uh was you know we were supposed to do just like hang out in here and like he told me not to touch you <laughs> i love that jeff has to add that in too like yeah. don't touch my wife <laughs> well and then randy has the best line of the entire episode when he's jerking and he's like come on rand dog <laughs> so gross and the fact that he can't do it and he uses the lotion is just disgusting like might as well not even have leave the condom behind there's no point if it's not real and the fact that that guy got way too close to it to sniff it was like really bothersome yeah jay you have a lot of problems but... he's got a he's as james franco says and this is the end that fucker's gots to go. Gots to gear. Gots to go. Somebody's got to fucking kill him. I'm I'm more hopeful for like Walter making it out of the season alive. And I think, you know, if Misty will let him, maybe they could be something. Or she'll just kill him like Shauna did with uh, Adam. There's no way that Elijah Wood is making it out. <laughs> but he's but, so cute in his fucking khakis. <laughs> but, uh, um, oh, dang. I just had one of those moments where I just forgot what I was going to say. But, Did you want to talk about which three famous people you would invite to your sleepover? Like uh, Misty oh, and them talk about? We can do that. Uh, I was going to say real quick that with this latest thing of of Shauna faking an affair, I think we have all the evidence other than Dark Tie. We have all the evidence that Shauna is the most diabolical of all the yellow jackets. Misty is is a close second. But just between the um Shauna killing people, she's killed multiple people, let's just assume. Well, we've only seen the one. Let's I know, give her the better of the I'm saying let's assume. Okay. Uh she's definitely flayed someone. I don't It did don't, sound like it. That sounded way too the you know, life experience. You would never know that unless you've uh, skinned a person, I'm sure. Hopefully not alive. I don't know if she's done that, but wouldn't be surprised. I mean, are you telling me you don't think Misty is like an active serial killer? Like like that guy that she was trying to get into her apart- into her house in the first episode of the show when Nat's waiting for her? Like, hey, Misty, you crazy fucking bitch. She <laughs> could just be trying to get that guy to come in and, you know, like have a date. But like, what if she's a murderer? She I could be. And if she is, then she's the craziest one of all. But... She's like the jigsaw of the group because necessarily we haven't seen her kill people. She kind of like tells them things and then they do it. You know, like Jessica, she didn't straight up like stab her or anything. She, you know, injected morphine in, or whatever into her fucking uh, cigarettes. And then she OD'd <laughs> when she inevitably wanted to smoke them. Just saying it's kind of like jigsaw. She gives you a choice. <laughs> maybe not knowingly but maybe i don't know there's just there's a there's a, a v- real darkness with melanie linsky's portrayal and i think christina ricci i think she's doing a great job of being really dark but not seeming too dark so i don't know 
It might be a red herring, but I mean, the way that she scared. was watching that fucking rat drown in the pool in like season one as a kid, you're like, mm, yeah, that's that's straight up serial killer behavior. However, she is like she does have a lot more emotions than a serial killer. So she might just be a different type, you know, maybe not Very straight true. up Dexter. But like I do like we've said before, her and Dexter are like they would be perfect for each other. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just I want Misty to be happy is basically all I'm saying. <laughs> All right, so fa- three famous people. I should have prepared this more. You told me to. I know. <laughs> you didn't come up with yours. I-, I can come up with some on the fly. Okay. I feel. I feel like this. I feel like this question would change almost every time somebody asks me for it. But mm-hmm. I, the one thing I know for sure is Misty and Crystal. That would be the most boring sleepover ever, based off who they picked. Uh, yeah, no, they're yeah, Play-Doh, really? Of course, I love that they're both like, duh, Play-Doh, duh, of course, what? Uh, yeah, I'm just on a totally different wavelength. All right, so give me yours. All right, it's not going to be surprising, though. <laughs> Number one, Lady Gaga, obviously. She just seems like a fun hang, right? Um, okay. Also, Samara Weaving also <laughs> seems very fun. I love her in a bunch of movies. I'd probably just want to talk their ears off about everything and like get their fucking inside facts about what they do. That's really all it is. And Florence <laughs> Pugh as well. I mean, she's gorgeous. First off, I'm going to definitely invite her over. Well, but, we, know, uh, we know why you're inviting her over. I mean, who? we know why everyone's inviting her <laughs> over. But also, I'm just like, I love her personality from like, it just seems like she's fucking cool. These all just seem like cool fucking bitches to hang out with and party with. And I feel like that's what I'm going for for a sleepover. Plato, get out of here. I don't want to have those kind of talks. <laughs> I could have a deeper talk with Lady Gaga for sure. So there that's my list. I am shocked that Johnny Depp is not on your, your well, list. Well, it's like I, if I invite one guy, then I need to like really, I mean, I can't just be, I'd be all over him for the night. So <laughs> I'd really just need to, I was thinking about it. If I was going to invite a guy just to like mix it up and have a fucking blast, I'd probably invite Jack Black. I just feel like that guy is cool to oh. hang around with. Oh, yeah. He's hilarious. <laughs> so okay. Um, so my three. Um, so the way I was thinking about this is like, I can't, I can't bring on like two people that are buddies because then I'm the third wheel. Yeah. No. Um. So like, um, my immediate thought was like, all right, Woody Harrelson, Matthew McConaughey, those guys just seem like a, a fun time, a good hang. And it, but, according to recent headlines, they actually might be brothers in real life, which would be <laughs> explain a lot, but like even worse for being the third wheel. All right. So I'm I'm going with three people that are not really connected in any way, but I think would just be a good hang, good time, lots of stories. Yeah. So um, you mentioned Jack Black. I think Jack Black just he's no matter what, you're going to have fun. Yeah, he can get along with everybody. He's so much. He's right. hilarious. Um. And then I think another personality that would be a good addition to this melting pot, uh, Dan Levy from Shit's Creek. 100%. Like, I would just love to see him and Jack Black talk to each other. (laughs) Yeah, I love this. Let's let's, uh, let's have that happen. I would be into it. Third one, I'm probably a little bit biased because I just finished Poker Face, but Natasha Lyonne. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. I I think that... Th- that group of three i don't think i'm saying a word 
yeah. at that sleepover. I think I'm just sitting back with popcorn yeah. and, and, a, and some weed and just having the time of my life. Yeah, I did. It's like think a it's like a real life sitcom with those three people. I would just sit there and watch these people too. I'd be like, oh my god! Like the fact that I'm even existing and breathing in the same air would be the coolest thing ever. But <laughs> I think yeah, I would just sit there and like watch, and I'd record it like a fucking creep. I did think if I did want to invite someone over to like get hella high, like a weed, you know, sleepover. Seth Rogen's on the list. He's got those <laughs> really cool fucking bongs and pieces now with his houseplant <laughs> business, and he's like, you know. He's just the guy I think of for weed. So, oh, yeah. All right. Wild card. You got to include one more person from Yellow Jackets. Ooh. In, in character. So, not not the actor. It's Juliette the Lewis, AKA Nat. Uh, so, you're looking for some potential destructiveness. I don't want to fucking adding, party. Add, adding a little risk, some danger to the mix. <laughs> yeah. Or Misty, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I kind of love Misty. Misty with all of them. That that's that's high risk, high reward. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel like I'd be a good friend to Misty. Not that I'm like, I mean, don't don't come at me to be friends if you're a serial killer. But like, I do feel like I'm a people pleaser. So like, if she had told me that she destroyed the black box, I'd be like, you know, that's okay. Like, we all have <laughs> moments of weakness. Like, I think I just you know explain it away for her, so she'd probably exploit it. <laughs> Uh, I, I I think I would definitely add Jeff. Ooh, yeah, Jeff would be fun. Not Randy. <laughs> Randy, I, uh, mm, he'll eat all your Fritos. Come on, Randog. <laughs> yeah, and he's like fucking spewing out strawberry lotion. So <laughs> no thanks. And all I'd have to do to to get Jeff to come is is tell him it's a it's a book club. <laughs> yeah, he's all about the book club. So. <laughs> all right. Well, that is it for this week's team huddle. We'll see you guys next week. Just push. Welcome back to the Yellow Jackets team huddle with Jace and Renee. And we made it. The drought is over. <sighs> Barely made it. We got our we got our content. We got our fix. We're buzzed yes, we up. Did. I'm high on life again. <laughs> high on yellow jackets. <laughs> well, I don't think they can do another two week gap ever again. I think we all no. almost lost it. I mean, I'm still a little bit like thrown off because there was no next time on yellow jackets. Yeah. You know, there was no preview for anything. I we've got I, three episodes left. I was expecting like a in the like three episodes left kind of a teaser. Yeah. Normally they do the trailer immediately following. But yeah, it just went went black and then it went back to the showtime menu. I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm very concerned. I, I, I'm assuming they just don't want to give a lot away. I, I just don't know what's going to happen now. I've heard <laughs> that the last three episodes are very different from the rest of the season. So that's All what right. they've been saying, apparently. Okay. So I guess we'll see what that means because we have no idea. They're not giving us a preview. And so I'm still freaking out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think an important thing to start this episode off on and also real quick um if anyone's new here uh this is not a recap video uh there's a lot of those out there so go do that we're just going to talk about the episode and theories and whatnot anyways the biggest thing i took away from this episode is if anyone thinks that miscongeniality belongs <laughs> in the sandy bag bad category they deserve to die they do. Miscongeniality is a masterpiece. Yes. And, I think oh, that was the joke that there's okay. no way like you'd have to be like literally 
like fucked in the head, I think, to think <laughs> that Miss Congeniality is a bad movie. It's a great movie. Everybody loves that movie. It is. I watched it, I think, last year, and I'm like, this movie slaps so it's so hard. fucking good. <laughs> it's so goddamn good. I- I'm curious, though, like what movies would be in the bad Sandy, but I'm thinking like... What was that one she did with Brad Bradley Cooper? I was just thinking that all about Steve. That's all about Steve. (laughs) No good. So that one. We'll see what else. But I loved that little uh, reference. I am now keeping an eye on anyone who mentions Sandra Bullock in this show because in the I'm rewatching the first season with the Mm. wife, and they Van brought up Sandra Bullock in the first season. Um, talking about a movie. I forget what movie it was. While You Were Sleeping, which is uh, what the name of her of her store is, While You Were Streaming. Right, right, right. And then now we have the second mention of Sandy. I'm waiting for someone, probably Mari, to be like, oh, Sandra Bullock's the worst. If that happens, I'm like, Mari's dead. That's Van, when they vote Van's her out. going to kill Mari. They're voting <laughs> her off the island at that point. You, We're going to hunt you down and you're going to be in the pit. I mean, it, it's all a matter of time for Mari. I think we all know, particularly after her line this episode when they're like trying to like help Shauna with the delivery. And she's like, dear wilderness, please don't let Shauna die. And they're like, dude, don't say that. It's like, yeah, read the <laughs> fucking room, dude. Everyone's literally just like not trying to freak her out. <laughs> even Lottie is like, Mari, even the That's wilderness doesn't want to hear that. OK, yeah. like. Don't mention dying in the birthing room. What the it's fuck? A bit much, bitch. Get the fuck back. It's like as if she like, you know, we if we maybe forgot that she's actually just a total bitch. She's here to remind us <laughs> right away. So I was going to ask you, um, you got a real selection of, uh, of characters in that cabin. Who would you want to deliver your wilderness baby? Like, would you go oh, Misty? Because everyone leaned on Misty because, you know, chopped off a leg can clearly chop an umbilical cord. You know, is that the route you'd go or you think you got someone else? Um, I mean, yeah, I think so. I don't know. Fuck. Who do I want playing catcher is what you're asking me? <laughs> yeah. I would assume if you're Misty. hiking the ball. Who's yeah. your center? I would hope Misty. But if she's freaking out like she was, which was like really interesting i did not expect to get like a kind of a misty story this episode it was fun not fun but you know what i mean uh it was a blast it was a blast it's like chuck e cheese (laughs) (laughs) i would really be okay with misty i would say akila because she had the right spirit however she had that mouse in her pocket so she's touching that she's touching inside of her vagina it's not gonna be good i saw that and i'm like but That's not okay. Like, even if you are in a traumatic situation, like you can't keep a mouse in your pocket, pet it for good luck, and then stick your fingers up in there. Not a rabbit fur or whatever. Like a rabbit foot. She's like literally like five seconds before that. Yeah, everything should be really clean. It's like, okay, bitch. (laughs) Clearly, you know that mouse ain't clean. I don't know, but I don't want mouse hair in. I mean, what is that going to do? No wonder. Maybe that's why the kid didn't make it. Sorry, dead baby. Maybe that's why the placenta came out first. It was like, ew, rat. I'm so glad that that was the placenta. Immediately, my first thought was, oh, my God, it's a creature. What the fuck is that? Dude, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, almost looking like it was coming out of it. I was like, wait. Is the chicken dream a prophecy? Like what? That's what I'm saying. I was like, oh God, is this the demon thing that's out here? It's like she just 
I maybe I'm just thinking back to like American Horror Story. I'm like, did she just give birth to the Antichrist? <laughs> like, shit, what the fuck is going on, man? I don't know. But I was I was really nervous. I do want to say shout out to us since we're just jumping forward into theories and stuff. I would say we should reward ourselves for saying that the baby was not making it out of the episode. We knew that baby was going to die before it even showed up, if it did at all. Yeah, I, th- I think that was yours. I was my guess was that Lottie was going to sacrifice the baby. You're right. But we yes. kind of got that in the dream. A little bit. Yeah, we can get to the, we can we can get to the dream in a second. But okay. yeah. So you're picking Misty to deliver your baby. Yeah. Sorry. This is a long winded answer, I guess. <laughs> I forgot the question. But yes. All right. It's all good. That's that's the that's the charm of our podcast. We're very unstructured. Uh, <laughs> yep. It, if I mean, to make it even weirder, if I was having the baby, if it was a real junior situation, um, he didn't rise to the occasion, but I would pick coach. Mainly hear hear me out hear hear me out, hear me out. OK. He he is the only one literally that cannot take my baby and run true that at the very least he could have had the same reaction he could have passed out and just fallen on the ground i just need a landing pad okay yeah anyone else they've all eaten a person i don't trust any of these freaking people they're gonna take they're gonna bite the umbilical cord take my baby and run okay that's a good point Coach is the only one that that I don't have to worry about. I know. And I was like, come on, coach. Like, you've been so useless for so long. And I was like, man, when they showed him on the previously on, I was like, oh, coach is dead this episode. (laughs) He's not going to make it. And I was ready for it. I'm ready to say my piece about coach. I want him dead and gone or to do something. I just want him to make a move. He like they literally were like, this is the one time we're going to ever ask you for help. If not, like you're going to be fucking dinner. Like literally that's, this is the last thing that he could offer. He can't do it. I just put in the video. It's like, come on, man. Jesus. Yeah. Outside of coaches, like weird alternate timeline or like hallucination thing. The most character development he's had is usually when Mi- when Misty is drugging him or something. Yeah, like <laughs> it's been a minute too. I mean, she's moved on. She's got a lot of other things going on, and that was what was great about this episode was like how Misty's been waiting to be so useful and everyone to look to her and need her, and then in this moment, because of like what happened last episode with Crystal, she like just fucking melts down and can't handle it, and it's like. So she's like, just of course that would happen. Like when <laughs> she wants, she's been waiting for this forever. She's just not in the right space. She does save it at the end. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like Misty's the safest bet, but I like your idea because yeah, one thing these bitches are is shifty. That's for <laughs> sure. There's some shifty bitches in this house. All of them. I mean, they all ate Jackie, but the especially during the birth i think they were very bothersome if i I mean i would be like get the fuck out of here when they're like let's all put hands on her it's like i'm gonna put hands on you bitch get out do not fucking touch me like that just felt like i was like lottie i don't know if you're trying to be nice or whatever but like you're just not getting this at all like this is the opposite of what you should be doing well, and you know, say what you will about Lottie, she is batshit crazy. But um, girl knows how to give a motivational speech. You know, she she just she gives the the motivational gut punch to Misty, and then Misty gets back in there. Uh, one thing about Misty, and this might just be me noticing weird things as I sometimes do. Um, 
what was up with Misty having blood all over her face halfway through? Like she had blood on her hands. Was she like getting in there to get a good look? She had like blood like on her cheeks and mouth after she came back to finish the job. Uh, I don't know. Oh, you know what it was probably is that she had blood on her hands from touching her. And then when she was freaking out, she was probably touching her face and not thinking about it. All right. I just wasn't sure if she needed a closer look or something. It's a miracle Shauna survived this thing. This was just was terrible all around. Uh, And also, too, with Misty. Gotta love that future or not future. I say it like future Misty, but like current timeline Misty 25 years later. I'm loving that she's living her best life at the cult. Oh, she's yeah. like really not about it at first, but then she's like, just this is kind of like the perfect place for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I noticed I'm like, man, Misty just is like fitting into this whole cult thing really well. She's Everyone not gonna get brainwashed. <laughs> yeah, she's not like falling for any of it, but she's just like participating and being like, oh, people like me here. Like I'm a celebrity basically to them. And I love it when she's like, if you guys are done crying. Uh, I've got some stories. <laughs> I can tell you yeah. some stories. <laughs> you got, you got the, you got mustache, Mister Mustache, hitting on her in the middle of a crying circle. Yeah, <laughs> that was a lot. Whoa, what's going? On? Also, the crying circle was like Midsummer, right? That was well, the same thing. It felt like <laughs> yes, but not nearly as emotionally and impactful. <laughs> emotionally impactful. Either way, deeply unsettling. I can't oh, yeah. be around people if they're crying like that. Like, I could barely hang in there when Callie started ugly crying at the police station. And only because she saved it. But I was like, that ugly cry was making me real uncomfortable. Well, (laughs) I have to say, of all the the cult characters that have been introduced, Mr. Mustache, as I'm calling him, he's had the most emotional, sorry, the most character development so far in one line. I learned everything I need to know about him. When he was talking to Misty, he was like, I know why he, we know why he's there. He started, he had a failed business for a subscription horse meat business. I don't think he said, did he say horse he, meat? He did. I just rewatched it with the subtitles on. So he's he had, a shrewd is what you're telling me. <laughs> he's a shrewd. Yeah. Dwight has that thing where he's like the, the meat business that he's yeah. running the horse meat. A failed subscription horse meat business. <laughs> Sounds like fucking Dwight Schrute and him that, were in business. <laughs> that he started with his brother-in-law. And now I'm immediate, like, immediately like, Walter is his brother-in-law. Walter is Ooh. everyone's brother, okay? <laughs> I miss Walter. He hasn't been around. I miss him. I want to know what the fuck he's texting Misty about. I want him to show up. He also would probably be really happy at the cult life with her. Hey, he'd be great. He'd probably know all their stories. Yeah. You know, he totally would. I'm just like, I'm so I, I loved that they all got back together at the end of the episode. Of course, it's like the very end. But like, I feel like I'm very excited about where that the adults are all back together finally for the first time. And yeah. I think what I'm most curious about and I wanted to ask you about was like the, the looks that Lottie or the looks on Van and Misty and Lottie, like all three of them, when they each like saw each other again, mm-hmm. it was like, I feel like Lottie and Misty in the past are like, you know, two of like the first, they were the ones that were with Lottie at the end of last season with the bear heart under the yeah. tree, praying to the darkness or whatever. And I just feel like I, it's so weird that they're two of like the people that were like, oh, Lottie's insane now. Like they were very like Van's making all those like cult jokes about it. 
Yeah. And Misty too was like, oh, she's insane. Like she was in a fucking mental institution. I'm just so curious what happened between them. And then like, I think Van and Lottie seeing each other. I'm like, did they ever date or anything? Mm. I don't know. I almost felt like they had some emotional connection beyond whatever, like her, I don't know, whatever the just disciple and follower, I guess. Yeah, there's definitely, <laughs> there's definitely a falling out that happened in the past out in the wilderness at some point because like misty and charlotte's interaction at the beginning of the Lottie, episode please don't call her charlotte oh sorry i can't even believe i actually remembered her actual name is charlotte yeah wow it's very upsetting you I'm never said that i'm really obsessed with this show okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> so sorry misty and lottie um yeah they had their conversation also misty had the line the hello charlotte mm-hmm Major Hannibal Lecter vibes. I was like, just gonna say, <laughs> hello, Clarice. Yeah, <laughs> they they clearly had a falling out because yeah, as far as we know, in the past they they're like the the religious the religious team the the supernatural team, but now they clearly don't like each other. Like yeah, like Lottie was surprised to see Misty to see Van especially. Yeah. It's like it seems also like Shauna was saying that like. I thought Lottie was incoherent and like in Sweden or Switzerland or whatever. So it's like, how long has she been gone? I mean, we know she's been off the radar, but like, like, I don't know. Is there something else going on? with Like, does Lottie have some underlying darkness, evil side that we haven't seen? So I've seen some theories that I'm sure you've seen, but figure we'd talk about it. So there's a theory that the, um, the replacement therapist that she's talking to is all in her head that it's actually like the wilderness fucking with her or it's just her own mind fucking with her. Yeah. I got to tell you, could be that delusional. Lottie is so insane that you could tell me everything is not actually happened. Like the whole thing up to this point is just like her insanity. It's a real Jacob's ladder situation where she's been insane the whole time. That's how insane she is. Like I can believe anything. Yeah. But like the people... way that they shot it this week with the therapist too really did was a red flag for me too. Cause it yeah. felt like, why aren't we seeing their face and why it just felt very strange. And also like everyone was like, that's so weird that the, like the psychiatrist would just show up without any announcement from the previous one. Yeah. Well, then people also pointed out that like they're in a different office mm-hmm. than the first time. Oh, people are so smart. I need to be doing this. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't rewatched it that closely. There's a lot of stuff about the colors that that Lottie wears. Um, so I, I don't know. That's way smarter than I am. So like I can I can get on it. But I don't know. Like you and I have talked previously about the whole unreliable narrator thing like how the stuff we're seeing in the past is really subjective because it could just be someone telling their recollection and it's not actually real and this episode we got like a whole like double dosage of it we have lottie doing lottie shit and then we have shauna thinking that her baby is alive for half the episode mm-hmm. and then we get emotionally traumatized with the ending of her Did you think the baby was really alive? Yeah. Oh, come on, Jace. 
put on your citizen detective hat a little bit better. As soon as they whipped that baby out and handed it to her, I was like, that thing's like 12 pounds. And that thing was huge. I was like, there's no way that she gave birth to that you, bowling ball. Did you see the size of the placenta? Still. That was like and a also, quilt. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But still, I just, if she's starving, there's no way that baby's even going to be alive. And if it is, it's like, it's, I was like, okay, that seems a bit too much of a big fat baby and it does fit with like that's what shauna would imagine because that's what, like in her own mind that's what a brand new baby would look like and then for a moment i was like kind of like oh shit is this really it because it kept happening i think the lo- length of it made me like question like are you am i sure this is just a vision so i was yeah. still like suspicious but i think what really did it was like I think what made me feel it was more real was the baby like not being able to feed and like her. And I was like, oh, my God, are they going to have this baby just slowly starve to death? That is pretty fucked up. I got to (laughs) say, I've seen a lot of shit. That is pretty (laughs) fucked. Like I was like, but it still gave me the sense that like either someone's going to mercy kill it or they're going to eat it or it's not going to make it like there's just no way. So I was still not thinking the baby was going to live either way. But I think it's pretty brutal that like Shauna finally like exposes her like like real self and like connects with the baby gets it to feed and feels that emotional bonding and then it's like ripped out from under her so like then she has that monologue about she can't really love jeff or callie and it like i just feel like a lot of adult shauna like totally makes a lot more sense now yeah this episode both shauna's were wonderful wonderful and this episode it made me think i was like have we ever had a situation where someone where a character is nominated by two different people portraying it in the same category? Like, could we have like interesting a, a best per, you know, lead actress? And you they have, are both going to be going against, against each other. I would think. Melanie Linsky. And then I forget the other girl's name, but like, they're both so good. Like, could you have both of them competing in the same With category Sophie as Nelise, the same character? Yeah. <laughs> Sophie, I think Sophie Nelise. I don't know if it's Nelise, but she's incredible in this episode. She's incredible just in general. I really enjoyed her performance. And yeah, it was pretty brutal, man. It was pretty, uh, pretty fucked up. I was like, I mean, this is still probably the best case scenario for the baby situation. Not for the girls, though, because I feel like at least if the baby was alive, they were kind of like really that was like the last thing of like normalcy Mm -hmm. that they had. So, like, I feel like this is like this is going to be a real turning point moving forward. Yeah. The the one thing that I was thinking about when they revealed that the baby was dead was. All right. We've had visions of things in previously. I don't think we've ever had a vision within a vision. Mm, Yeah. Like she's imagining this whole scenario where the baby's alive and then she ima- then she dreams in this imagination. She dreams that everyone eats her baby. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this. Am I thinking too much into this? Or yes. is there something there? No, you're thinking too much into it, I think. I think I'm getting a little wrapped up with that. And then also all of the weird, like, alternate things with coach of like, are, is there different timelines? No. Yeah. Don't think like, about loss like that. It's it's what? not, it's going to be too complicated. I think this show is like really proved over and over again that like 
theorizing about all the crazy connections. Like it's not Marvel. Okay. They're not setting up like all this other stuff. It's like, I think everything so far has really just been back to like the most simple and like, like explanation. Right. Yeah. Which makes sense. There's no way this baby would have probably survived. Like it's a million to one chances probably that she even lived through this. That was so upsetting with all the blood. I can't believe it. But then, yeah, the fact that they really did the double fake out, I think it's more just to put you in the character's headspace, which is what, like, if if Shauna, if we knew the baby died and then we saw that vision that Shauna had where she knew the baby or she thought the baby was alive, she just wouldn't have been as impactful, right? Yeah. We have to feel the same thing with Shauna. But what's interesting, I don't know if you've heard this little theory, um, but people have been pointing out, I think, throughout the whole season, probably since last season about like Greek mythology, yeah. like things. So one of the things, and I did not even write down the fucking legend or like the God that it's talking about, but there's this thing about how in Greek mythology, if you are maybe in the dream world, visiting the spirit realm or like the underworld and you are offered food or drink of any kind. You are not, if you drink it or you eat it, you're like doomed to stay there forever and you can't leave. So like when Jackie has her dream as she dies, they give her hot chocolate and she drinks it and then she dies. And then when Lottie has her near death experience, she's offered like what Panda express or whatever. And she's about to eat it. Then they're like, Oh, yeah. Don't and Laura Lee's like, don't eat it. Go. You need to leave before it's too late. And then in this one, she finally gets the baby to eat in her dream, and then the baby doesn't live. Oh, but she drinks the tea, or does she? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, interesting. That's interesting. That is. Mm-hmm. I'll tell I don't know you- if that's a real like if that's going to be something that like would explain all of this, but it could be just like. I don't know. It's interesting. It's a real connection. Like you can kind of like actually see it between all those things. And it is interesting that like all the people who have accepted any food or drink in this dream world where they're dying almost near death experience. It's interesting that like that would correlate. See, this is this is how how much I love the writing for this show, because there's so many things that I you can tell me the connection or someone else can tell me the connection or maybe i randomly see a little connection but i don't get where it's actually going because they're much smarter than i am so i'm just here for the ride and it's a great ride exactly like you don't want to get too bogged down in like the theories because at the heart this show is more about characters and about trauma and like how like when natalie's like you know i we didn't deserve to be rescued because it's like you know I don't know if they're necessarily I'm still leaning towards it, not necessarily being supernatural. I won't care if it is, but like I'm, I'm feeling like this darkness is like maybe something that they just unlocked in the wilderness yeah. that like they're worried, like when they say that, that it's maybe they're in their own minds. They're thinking it's a spirit thing and maybe that makes it easier. But like maybe they had these dark parts of them or maybe we all do. And yeah. if you put us in these fucked up situations, you know, some maybe not great sides come out. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Um, in the words of um, one of my favorite characters of all time, Andrew Bernard, if I hear one of the future characters say we did some terrible things and we don't see any terrible things, I'm going to lose my freaking mind. Okay. 
<laughs> I have, I, we have heard for two seasons, we did horrible things. We did un, you know, unforgivable, un, unforgivable things. And so far we've seen nothing. We've seen some bad things. We've seen understandable though, in this situation. Yeah. yeah given this. Yeah. And so given the situation, but we haven't seen anything. It's like, that's awful. And I'm going to lose my mind. If I don't lose something terrible, (laughs) I can hear it in the way like he says it, like in his little sing song voice. Like Um, every episode, (laughs) someone says that line. We did terrible things. Like what? (laughs) Like I thought it was going to happen with the baby. I'm like, Lottie, kill the baby so that we can root for you as the villain. Okay. I know. I need (laughs) someone to do something terrible just so that I don't think. Just so that I don't think about this every time <laughs> someone says we did un, uh, un unbelievable things like <laughs> unforgivable horrible things, and we haven't seen. That's the thing. We're just scratching the surface, man. I do. I you know in season one when Thais is like at that like fundraising dinner thing, yeah. and that woman tries to like offer her money in order to like get the the details of what yeah. they did out there, and we're like, oh, what a bitch. But it's like. I would fucking do that to any of these people (laughs) if that was me too. Cause it's like, imagine like in that real world, wouldn't you always wonder like there's gotta be 10 movies about this. Right. Think cause like Like, people would just want to know what the fuck there's gotta be movies that like made it into a horror film and like turned it into something really fucked up. Cause we don't know. So it's like, we just, I just, I just want to taste, I have a feeling we're not going to get that till the very like last season. Cause that'll be like, I'm assuming this is like final winter. We're there. That's when the shit goes down. Yeah, I like I just I see the things that Shauna has done the past two se- present day Shauna that I have a total fear boner over. And I'm like, I want to see the things that have led to this, like her I skinning think someone saw- alive. Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not interested in why she's got emotional complex like themes and relationships. <laughs> I want to know how she knows how to skin people. <laughs> hey, Mel- Melanie Linsky will deliver all the nuance, okay? But That's I just true. need I need the act. I, I do want to know that thing. too. I'm ready for them to hunt some bitches, okay? <laughs> yeah. That's all I got to say. It's been a little light on hunting bitches. And you know what? I think we're all ready to see Mari just get the fuck out of here. We do. I mean, we have a couple episodes left full of these granola losers. But hey, the food is great. So, you know... That's at least good for Misty. It'll keep us fine line. in the meantime. Yeah, I know. These granola losers. She's just having a blast. Great. Good for her. I just hope Walter shows up next episode or I'm going to lose it. <laughs> lose my freaking mind. Yeah. I will say one final little uh, thing that I thought was funny. Actually, two things. Um, Jeff listening to fuck the police in front of the police station. Thank you. I forgot to mention that. That Jeff, was incredible. Jeff just always delivers. <laughs> You just can't beat him, man. He's perfect. <laughs> oh, speaking of Jeff, that was something I wanted to ask you. Do you think he sent Shauna away on purpose? I mean, obviously, Ty called him and told him all the details. And he's just like, OK. Um, but when he told Shauna that she should go join them, I was wondering if like and I think I've seen people on Reddit also say the same thing. But like, do you think Jeff is trying to get her out of there so he can go turn himself in and take take credit for everything to get them off of it? Hmm. Or is Callie gonna kill that fucking detective in the meantime? 
I gotta tell you, I'm impressed with Callie. She, She's done a total 180 in the last two episodes. I'm all about her. She Thank was you. She was the worst in season one, and now I'm like. In the are... beginning of this season, she was pretty much insufferable. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but like also, just you know, your mom's been through some fucking shit. Okay, <laughs> just fucking try and be normal or nice, whatever. She just seemed very bitchy, but now it's like she's like, "Mom, you're gonna be so proud of me." When you said that I should have just fucked him, well, I went and rolled with it, and I just said he raped me. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I just, I really, I love it. She's really smart, a lot smarter than Shauna. At sometimes, you know, it just feels like Shauna sometimes just can't. I mean, she's never really been that great, I guess, at like of a criminal or trying to get away with things. Like everything kind of gets caught, but yeah, <laughs> you know, she's she's just. I'm I'm uh, happy to see Callie make a turn. I do. I mean. Callie's got game. Um, the other thing I was going to funny thing I was going to point out is um, I loved Van telling Ty that she wouldn't understand online dating when Ty owns or sorry, Van owns a VHS store. <laughs> that <laughs> like, is true. It's like, OK, you're stuck in the past. But yeah, like I me as a politician, I wouldn't get anything from the <laughs> present <laughs> technology. It's like- it's like uh, this. Uh, I just watched that new John Mulaney stand up and he's like, you know, it's like someone telling you something like you ask them a question and they give you the right answer. But like they text you, but it's from their email. So you're like, <laughs> like, it's yeah. like, you're right. But like, I just like get your shit together. <laughs> and then they keep texting you from their email. Like, is this coming from my phone? You're like, no. <laughs> so it's like i should be taking advice from you (laughs) i do i i wonder i hope this isn't true people have started saying oh i bet van's dying because of her answers this episode and like not caring about bills but i'm like also she could just be like fucking depressed and like not in a good place emotionally because guess what they all fucking have ptsd natalie even points that out she's like we're all like this i think that's the point yeah, they they are they all have different reactions to the trauma that they experience, but they're not dealing with it like very well. So, I mean, I'm worried for them all getting back together, but like, you know, I kind of feel like it could be maybe therapeutic. Yeah, trauma bonding, it's awesome. Yeah, I guess we'll see next week. I mean, yeah, and then uh, we get the we get the Avengers assemble scene where they oh, all yeah where they all show up, and then and they the reveal symbol. the symbol, which. Has been a theory, so that's confirmed. What? That people were theorizing that oh. Lottie that Lottie's camp was in, in the, the same s- layout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I was like, so, you're you there was theories that the symbol was meaningful. Like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I think that's pretty obvious, people. No the theory, shit. The theory is that it's a symbol. It's and a symbol. It, it symbolizes something. And it confirmed. might be suspicious. <laughs> we don't know. But we're worried. We're watching it. Random thought that I don't think um, has any value at all. But I just want to throw it out there. Um, the symbol kind of looks like a yellow jacket. I thought that too. It kind of looks like a bee with wings and then like a broken tail. But like mm-hmm. if that was actually true, it's like, okay, now there's time travel and vibe involved. <laughs> Yeah, who knows? <laughs> like, who knew like, that they were gonna? There's just too much. I feel like it's all still gonna come back to the characters. It's the most. This show, I think, is the most interesting when it's about their trauma and like the reactions to like dealing with this scenario. Like, 
granted it might be a little extreme but it feels like very real and raw that way mm -hmm. plus i just love to see these bitches having a good time i don't care if they're killing people left and right we, we need some women just fucking shit up on tv and talking about how great <laughs> it is to skin people i fear boners <laughs> all around face. complimentary think, fear boners yeah for all <laughs> Exactly. I think if you if you don't have one yet, just wait. I'm sure you'll get one by the end of the season. All right. If you don't have a fear boner after the skinning monologue, then yeah, you're dead you've, inside. You've, you've watched too many. <laughs> yeah, that might be know. your kind of porn. Maybe I don't know. Uh, I don't, yeah, let's. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, torture uh, porn. And uh, just for the record, I don't have a theory off it, but I just want to put it out there. Um, I there was that one line that van had to tie about uh you and your multiple personalities and i thought what if there's more than two what if there's mm. main tie night tie what if there's additional ties that yeah. we just haven't seen yet there's like 18 ties in there i don't know <laughs> that sounds like a lot but like also could like what is be the case because like, it does not seem like there's a lot of consistency between her character like and she was all happy to see misty and hugging her this episode and last time she was like why the fuck would you call misty and it was like i just feel like a lot like it, it did kind of seem like a different version they all kind of yeah. seem a bit off nat especially is she being drugged i've been worried here's the theory this whole show is just like the movie Split. These are all different personalities of Lottie, or, or like, uh, what's yeah. that John Cusack movie you love? Where they're oh, all identity. spoiler alert identity. Don't spoil it. That's the best part. <laughs> it's you got to figure old. out which one of the personalities is the killer. It's a really good movie. It's a great <laughs> twist. And I just the guy who directed that is actually James Mangold. He's directing the new Indiana Jones. So nice. Yeah. I'm good to see it. But either way, yes, Yellow Jackets. Ugh, I can't wait to see where we're going next. The next episode is called Burial. So I'm already worried. I know it's probably for the baby, but like also, you know, Ben, uh, It's I think it's his time. If it's not, I don't know when it is. Someone needs to old yellow that fuck. I'm ready for him to die. We've, we've been enough. That's my number one hope for the rest of the season is that Ben dies. I love him as a character, but like, I don't. I really don't think there's a chance of him being alive by the end of the season. Yeah, he he need, he needs to die. That bitch has got to go. Got to go. <laughs> so, but until then, we will see you next week on the Yellow Jackets team huddle. This is what it wants for us to be together. Who wants to get started? To be honest, I've kind of already gotten started. All right, Yellow Jackets, it's time to huddle up. And talk about this most recent episode of Yellow Jackets, Burial. Or I think a better title for this episode is Yellow Jackets Fight Club. Just the that way could this, also this ends. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty intense. And actually, that ties into my first question I had to ask you. Was, do you now have the fear boner for young Shauna too? Because I think that last ending part might have done it if you didn't. Because you were talking about that earlier. Oh yeah, this was like this was the first episode where we saw adult Shauna in in young Shauna. Yep. But if I'm gonna be totally honest, I there's a little fear boner when she ate the ear. I'm like, oh yeah, totally. this girl's crazy. Yeah, but then this episode, I love 
the like fact that like you get to see a little bit more of the connection to how she becomes adult Shauna. Mm-hmm. But uh, specifically, like at the end, after she like beats the shit out. I mean, I thought she killed Lottie. If Lottie wasn't an adult, <laughs> I would have been like, that bitch is dead. I still said that. Like <laughs> yeah. she looks fucking dead, and she's like Lottie. And it's like she's annoyed, like, get up, stop faking. <laughs> and then she, like, spits out blood. And then she's like, ah, and, like, gets up and goes outside. I love it. I love the annoyance with her being alive and, like, barely able to move after that insane fucking fight. That was crazy. That was nuts. It, it made me think of Fight Club because Lottie looks exactly like what Jared Leto looks like yep. in that fight. And yep. just, like, totally... I mean, up the fact and... that she looks normal now as an adult is shocking. Yeah, we need to find out who that plastic surgeon is. They they removed the scar on her forehead. Yep. They deep they depuffed that face. I, yeah, I mean, impressive. Yeah, I was like, damn, it like she literally looked dead. But what's interesting is I feel like the connection between adult and young Shauna here was like, I feel like adult Shauna is still chasing that feeling of like expressing her all of her feelings through violence. It yeah. seems like that's what she's been trying to do. Like she desperately wants to do that again. She's like the opposite of, um, of Misty in that sense. Where like Misty's like, hey, I'm probably a serial killer. Uh, Sean is like, I would never do that, but we've all seen all the evidence that she could. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I just feel like, yeah, it seems like she's just chasing that same kind of vibes. And obviously Lottie's still using that shit at the fucking cult because she was telling that chick Lisa to beat up Natalie. And I'm like, Nat was probably now, now that I've seen this scene, I'm like, Nat was probably fucking terrified <laughs> after having witnessed this because her reaction at the end was, what the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was exactly what I would have said. Going forward, whenever something insane happens, I just wait for Natalie's face. Like yeah, when, she always reacts like exactly in, how we would. In the second episode of season one, when when Misty cuts the leg off, and just Natalie's the fuck. Like she had that what same fuck, face Misty? here. Yeah, it's like like why are you doing that? What she just? It's very. That's what's so interesting. Actually, this I don't know if you have something planned to talk about right up front, but just to connect this with Natalie, it just seems so strange. The disconnect that I've been feeling this season between young and adult Natalie compared to like last season, they just felt so similar. Mm-hmm. I mean, like a lot of people are wondering about Nat. Is she really like buying into all this shit? And is she really healing or is she being drugged or <clears throat> is she playing the longest con? Cause this would be really, I mean, it's a bit much at this that- point. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's a long con because uh, I was surprised when she said she's only been there a week. Still, I like, though, <laughs> I was like, wait, this has only been a week. Like yeah, this period of time. <laughs> but since like since she tried to kill herself. So that means what? Since like Adam, they got rid of his body like. Yeah. And the reunion. I mean, she's just fuck that. Fa- that happened fast. These cops are so <clears throat> deep into this investigation. It feels like after a week. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That doesn't really add up to me. That's a big red flag. I'm like, why the fuck are they all? It's only been a week. He could be fucking who knows where. Yeah. I feel like cops don't usually move that quick. They definitely don't. (laughs) And I know this young cop's like, oh, let's do it. But it's just, it all seems very much. And like the fact that they're so sure it's Shauna. I mean, I don't know. Again, I don't know what they really have on her at this point. Obviously, as Jeff so beautifully tries to keep his cool when he tells her (laughs) at the end of the episode that they found his... uh, some remains 
so great the way that Jeff is trying to not be suspicious, but it's so uh, bad. I, I have some difficult news for you. Um, <laughs> you remember that guy you got into an auto collision with? <laughs> it's like, could the police now think he's dead? They think they found his remains. I was literally like expecting Walter to be on the phone calling. I mean, I don't know why necessarily he might be jumping to call Misty back after that voicemail, but... I was really shocked and scared when it was Jeff. And then the fact that like, I don't know, it was just, it was hilarious, but also like, Oh shit, of course they're going to find well, a source of. Uh, so I, maybe this is where I can throw out a theory. I think Walter is tied to the police's investigation. Ugh, I hope not. I told you, so I, much I, so. I, I believe I, I I'm fully on board with Walter being Adam's brother that he mentioned once last season. <clears throat> yeah i mean i'm just i think i'm just especially after this episode and that musical number and just yeah. all of that i really want him to really be into misty <laughs> yeah. like as much as misty has gone through like done some fucked up shit i also just especially this episode i really feel for her and i feel like maybe she's not really as evil and like a much of a serial killer as we've thought you know maybe all this stuff with this episode and the the sensory deprivation thing and the whole musical thing which that was awesome um it's reminding me of when she like fell in love with coach scott and yeah like she kind of talks herself into being in love so like it, she gets out of the sensory deprivation chamber and then goes straight to the phone with the it worst makes, phone call makes the most cringe <laughs> voicemail <laughs> ever and she it's deserves cringe. an emmy just for that fucking scene it was so good it was so good it was and it's also cringe because like every person who like had a crush in high school or something has made that phone call like the first time you do it like it's just uh, uh. it's so <laughs> awkward we've all been there i don't think any of us hopefully have been as unhinged as misty when she did that the whole you hang up first no you hang up first <laughs> i think my favorite line that she had though was uh also your grandma sounds really cool <laughs> <laughs> It was all the things. And I just, I want, it's like, I want her to be able to feel love and like be with someone who really knows her for who she is and accepts her. Mm -hmm. I know that she's done some fucked up shit, but hey, she didn't kill Ben this episode and he was fucking asking for it. <laughs> I mean, she did, I guess, technically try to kill him before. We don't know. Maybe she was just fucking with his stomach. I don't know if she was trying to kill him, you know? Yeah. But either way, I just I wonder if maybe she's not as fucked up. I'm sure she has good intentions, but yeah, I mean, either way, I do think like it seems like she's done some shit in the past that hasn't been great. And that obviously like the black box and all this other crap, it seems like maybe that a punishment might be coming for like adult Misty because it doesn't really know. I don't really know how much she's been like maybe had to deal with any of the shit that she actually pulled. So, like you were saying, you don't even know if they know about the black box. Yeah. As adults. So like maybe this is going to be like her punishment. Like it's coming in the form of Walter, which is really, really heartbreaking if she finally lets her walls down. But I did get a red flag on that voicemail when she was like, you were right about the thing. It's like, don't do it. Like well, it was the same thing as telling Crystal I destroyed the black box. Don't fucking do that. Yeah. <laughs> Misty, God. So I, I think you could be right. I'm worried for her. I want her to be OK, but 
well, I think you could be totally on par with that. That that no one knows about the black box. That, but also the fact that like Walter's in on it, helping oh, yeah, the cops. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's the reason the investigation has proceeded so fast because obviously we know he's got detective skills of his these, own. These citizen detectives, they're real. And he's got a bunch of money to throw at the cops, and we all know they love that. So mm-hmm. um, please don't arrest me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the uh, the other thing is, did you notice in her musical um, thing, like the drawings, like the images that were floating around? It was the black box. It was the syringe, and then it was the dwarf axe. Yep, yep, that <laughs> which, or that fucking that axe from the mines of Moria, yeah, which we learned immediately after uh, posting that episode. Um, that's called a crash axe, and it, every plane has one. She seems a little fancy to be like a crash axe. Like that seems like something that was like forged, like yeah. for a purpose, yeah. <laughs> passed down from generations. So speaking of Misty, what did you think of Kristen or Crystal not being off poop cliff? (laughs) That was a good point. I flagged that as well because I'm like, she looked pretty damn dead last time when we saw her. Misty looked like she was in the right area, though. Like it didn't look like she was off. However, maybe there's just more snow than she's thinking or maybe some animal dragged her off and ate her. Or yeah. maybe she's alive and she's waiting to come back and tell everyone about the black box. I don't fucking know. But I I can't imagine she's actually alive. I think I think I saw somebody on Reddit throughout the idea that that uh, Crystal could pull a hobby like where she comes back, but she's like super quiet and doesn't talk. And so then like Misty has to essentially deal with do I kill her? Or, oh boy. Do, or or does she not remember yep. or like you know That's all that fun. stuff that could be good i'm interested because again it would make make more of like what i was saying it's like is misty really that bad i can't tell like like when she was trying to convince ben not to jump i mean she mm-hmm. literally pulled out every fucking trick in the book in like 90 seconds and i was i was very impressed she really didn't want him to fucking die but i'm like <laughs> Is it because she really cared and like she really didn't want to have another death that like she was near and have to be dealing with that trauma again? Or is it the fact that she really just didn't want him to die in the same place that Crystal but like had died? And then mm-hmm. like if they found Coach Ben, they would find Crystal possibly. Like yeah. I, I don't know what her motivation was, but I kind of believed her when she was like crying towards the end after she tried all the blackmail shit. <laughs> yeah, I interpreted that as she 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 didn't want to be responsible for two people's deaths like in the same place, but she was using the guilt of the baby Mm -hmm. to hide that. It's actually guilt over crystal. Yeah. Or was she also feeling guilt over the baby too? That's the thing. It's what's interesting about Misty. She gives me more darker vibes as a teenager for sure than she does as an adult. I think it's just, I mean, she definitely has some creepy shit about her as an adult, but I think she's just very, the younger actress has really nailed that. Like, I feel for her, but she's also very unsettling when she wants to be. (laughs) You know, some of those looks and shit. The main question that I would have is if Crystal does come back, is she going to be covered in shit? I mean, you think so. (laughs) But maybe she, if she's been gone for whoever knows how long, hopefully, hopefully she has fucking like washed herself off. Yeah. At some point or changed clothes or maybe. 
I don't know. Or maybe she died covered in shit. That's, <laughs> that's pretty upsetting. But, you know, sometimes it happens to the best of us. All right. So Coach Coach Scott, he's back. He shaved his patchy beard. He was ready to fucking die. <laughs> I was so mad. I thought that's what you were going to ask me at the beginning of the episode. Like how angry I was and not I want this to be clear I don't hate Ben I love Ben I really love the actor I think he's doing a phenomenal job he makes me cry almost every episode it's like I'm feeling so much I just don't want to see this poor guy suffer anymore it's enough just fucking he literally was about to go off the cliff and I was like come on Ben just fucking do it be a man and he didn't do it and now I'm just angry I mean it's not that I'm like mad about it but like i just don't want him to suffer and that feels like what he's going to be doing if he doesn't die but he also kind of seemed like maybe he was believing in this cult shit again or all Mm -hmm. of a sudden like he was at the little circle and he had that like weird smile after he came out of the cabin screaming paul like a fucking (laughs) psycho they're like dude what the fuck is wrong with you like and then he kind of was like nothing i'm fine and like smiled while crying it was very strange when he when he did that, I was like, the only thing that could make this scene better is if Mari was there to just do some mean bitch Mari stuff. To like... say something. <laughs> like, Jesus, what the fuck is wrong with him? Because I mean, I mean, as much as she's talking shit about Misty in this episode, she fucking nailed it right on the head. Like, <laughs> yeah. She's like, maybe she killed her. And they're like, why would she kill her only friend? It's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> she's pretty fucked up. <laughs> And I'm like, you know what? I think Mari's a bitch, but she was right on the money with that. Yeah. (laughs) Mari's got pretty good instincts. She's still a bitch, but she's got some good instincts. She's a total bitch. I mean, there was definitely like, I I think that's what's key is that they're still teenage girls, right? So they're still doing that shit. Like when those two girls, like Jen and like the two new like background yellow jackets. Yellow jacket number one. Yeah, it was the one with the backwards hat and then the other girl who was the one who told Crystal to shut up. I think her name's Jen. That's the only one that I know of. I'm telling you on IMDb, she's listed as yellow jacket number one. Whatever. I'm just saying that they're talking in the house about uh, like if they find Crystal and like, I mean, if she's dead, like it wouldn't be the worst thing. Like, I mean, I hope she's totally okay. But like also you know, we could totally eat her like if she came, if she was dead, right? And they're like, yeah, be like disrespectful to the wilderness. <laughs> like, and they're like, but I mean, I, obviously, I hope she's okay. It's like, it's just such a teenage girl thing, but it is interesting that they're like, they're kind of showing us the pieces of how they're going to start rationalizing this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And that it's more of like, we're worshiping this god or whatever our belief is by eating each other and mm-hmm. hunting each other. And that it's a good thing rather than like just a means to survive. It's probably to make them feel better. Yeah. And breaking news. I check the IMDb every week and it's always been yellow jacket. Number one played by Maya Lowe, but now it's yellow jacket. Number one, comma teen Jen. So she has a name officially now. I think she might be the one in the preview that they're hunting though. Yeah. Cause next week it looks like they're hunting. Well, let, let, let's hold let's hold for the, the preview because so coaches visions. I I think I understand kind of what's going on because there's been other people that have experienced similar things. And essentially, and I think we've talked about this and I know there's theories about it, but essentially before people die, they have a vision of either the past or like something else 
like Lottie, when she almost froze during the hunt challenge, she went down to the mall. And then Laura Lee's like, you can't, you you have to leave. If you stay here, you'll die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out here. And so then she leaves and, and lives. And <clears throat> that reminded me of this episode when he's like, when Paul is like, he's not ready. It's like, you're not welcome here anymore. You have to leave. I think that was essentially paul is choosing to live now but then he goes and tries to commit suicide i mean ben ben oh see i was thinking it was tim telling him you need to go die (laughs) (laughs) and i was like finally somebody (laughs) else gets it (laughs) maybe that is what he's telling because he then went to go try and commit suicide i mean but the fact that he didn't i just feel like this guy's got to make it out of the woods now what if he's alive i mean who knows maybe ben is the antler queen people have already pointed out there's a few shots of him with the antlers behind him yeah i saw that on this episode but i was also like i i saw other people talking about this but my first thought after lottie was all fucked up this episode was like maybe that's why she has the antler queen stuff on while she's out there is like to cover up her fucked up face Hmm. you know oh that's that's... i saw other people talking about it too but i saw it's not like it's you know the first original idea but i do think that like i was like i mean i would want to fucking wear a mask van did (laughs) yeah also ben ben is not the antler queen we we never the antler queen did not have crutches at any point. She's grown also, back her own leg. Also, she's about the same height as everyone else. Maybe a little bit taller. They chopped off the other leg at the same <laughs> yeah. height, so now he's shorter. He's just walking on his kneecaps. That's it. No, but he could be part of the fucking cult now. I don't know. I'd be I'd be curious to see if this makes him just delay his inevitable death or if he's gonna go, you know what? Maybe I'll fucking buy into this shit. Why not? <laughs> yeah because yeah like we also did not see travis mm-hmm. in that opening shot of of all the people in the antler queen so it's like where was travis in, in all that scenario mm-hmm. or is travis the antler queen i mean we've got a million questions at go. this point but but yeah i you know speaking of like the hallucinations and shit some genius on reddit posted like this whole detailed thing about what happens to VHS tapes like over time and how mm-hmm. they get distorted and shit. And I didn't know this, but they said that like no matter how well you try to preserve them, they all die after 25 years. Oh. They only last 25 years, which I thought was interesting. That is. But like a lot of people have been talking about too, because this is something I think this show's played with already for a long time is like how much do they remember perfectly and how distorted are their memories and how much are these like visions of things like maybe hazy to them now, which like they confirmed in this episode saying like some parts are hazy. They don't remember. So like, what if they don't remember all the fucked up shit that they do that they did? Like they only remember some things and they think that's bad, but like they don't remember. It's kind of like it in Mm -hmm. like where the adults come back and they don't fucking remember shit until they get back there. So I'm wondering if they're all going to have to go back to the woods at some point. I mean, I'm assuming by end of the like final season, the adults have to go back there at some point. Mm -hmm. Well, like if, if this turns out that they don't remember everything, I'm going to be kind of pissed because similar to last week, I was like, they keep talking about the awful things that they did and we haven't seen them yet. I mean, Shauna, fucking lottie up that was pretty that was pretty awful but i'm like 
if you guys don't even remember the things that you've did and you've just been you know gaslighting us no on... i think that they just maybe they think that they remember some stuff but it's like they don't even remember the worst of it right so like i think the writers have said that like all the stuff in the past is it's like they're not fucking with us so like that's yeah. a true happening but like obviously when characters have like weird visions and stuff they make it obvious that they're mm. having a vision of some sort but like so that's kind of like our source of truth so we're like watching this but it's interesting because like we are seeing it all happen and unfold, but it's like interesting to think like maybe they don't really remember the full extent of what the fuck they did. Yeah. Well, I think, I think that Lottie remembers more. I think Lottie and Misty remember maybe more than the others because everyone else is kind of like just repressing, burying their feelings. You might say like the episode title. Yeah. And like tie. <laughs> yeah. And um and like Lottie, she, when she talked with like either the real therapist or the fake therapist, I think like it's she, been a fake one the whole time. Oh, I thought it. I thought it, people were saying it was the replacement therapist is the fake one. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's what I meant too. The only one that we've seen, I think. Yeah, is yeah, the fake yeah, one. yeah. Because I mean, from the first episode with that bitch, I was like, that's not a fucking therapist. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's not what a doctor would tell you. Yeah. They well, would never like, say, just go off your meds and tell me what your visions mean. Well, I I remember her saying something along the lines of like, the things I'm seeing are, are proof that what I saw before was real. Like that stuff did happen. Like so I do seems, have powers. Yeah, like it seems like she has pretty good memory of everything that happened. And then you know, Misty just, you know, is Misty. But also, we can't really trust Lottie because as this episode really showed us, anything that she's thinking about happening or dreaming about, it's all confusing because <laughs> she's been imagining this therapist, which a lot of people have been saying. Yeah. And good on you guys for that, because that was uh, I mean, it seemed a little bit much from the beginning. I was like, this bitch, there's going to be an ex like this doctor's either in on it or they're not real. Yeah, like, that, that was that was a great like reveal spooky like even though like i heard the theories and i'm like yeah this is probably right like that mm -hmm. reveal was still like really good i was like oh shit yeah and then when we saw the antler queen does a does a hunt without violence help anyone nope yeah. and what's interesting is that i feel like just in general like it seems like their adult play like their adults are going to be getting to the place where they're maybe going to be doing some culty shit again and like a sacrifice. And after this episode revealed that Van, our fucking favorite, mm -hmm. is dying of cancer. I'm just like wondering who they're sacrificing to save Van because she yeah. can't fucking die. If she dies, I'm going to lose my <laughs> fucking mind. And I saw this crazy theories on like this theory on Reddit. And this one comment I wanted to read you because it fucking got me. But um, they were talking about how, like, maybe because Dark Tie has this, you know, connection to the wilderness and to Van, like, maybe Dark Tie knew that Van was sick and that's why she wanted Tie to go to her. Mm -hmm. And that that's also why maybe she drew the symbol on her uh, Simone, her ex, oh, her yeah. ex wife, I guess, who's in the hospital. Like, maybe she marked her as a sacrifice to save Van. Oh. But I'm like, we can only hope. I hate to say it, but like, if that's the, the cost to save Van, I'm all in. I, I mean, Simone is very right, like justifiably angry and like scared of Ty. But like, 
just get out of here. You know what? We don't need you. That drama <laughs> is old. I just want her and Van to be together. And someone said literally on on Reddit, like that basically Dark Tide put this whole plan into motion to save Van. She totaled her car to save Van, to <laughs> save her Van. And I was like, that is pretty cute. <laughs> I hope that's true. <laughs> what do you think? I don't uh, know. It'd be interesting. I do like that. And if that's the case, then I think there's going to be even more things that we learn regarding Dark Tie and Van's romantic relationship, if there is one. Yeah, or like connection to something. I mean, obviously, it's just I think every episode that they add, there's like more supernatural stuff and more like realistic explanations for things. Mm -hmm. So I was rewatching one of my favorite movies like I do every week, mm -hmm. uh, The Ritual. Nice. And I love that movie because it's, one. it's like it feels very much like what Yellow Jackets, I think, will end up doing, which is basically what it's kind of been hinting at already, where like it, that movie's about trauma. Right. And like fucking like guilt and all these things that like a lot of the stuff that like, you know, that main guy is feeling mm -hmm. because he let his friend die by hiding out and being a coward. And it's like a lot of that shit. And the group dynamics being lost in the woods and dealing with that shit is all about trauma. And then there is a supernatural creature and a fucking cult that is also in the woods, but like doesn't take away from either or like both things are true and they both really support and enhance the other one. So I'm kind of feeling like just watching that again. I'm like, I just think that's exactly what Yellow Jackets is going to be. There might be some there's probably some supernatural shit, but like yeah. I think a lot of it is going to be. Also, it doesn't lessen the trauma because that's there's two. Both can be true. Yeah. Yeah. It, could, it definitely could be. It's They might it's, not give us it, an answer, but I think that's what it's hinting at. <laughs> it's going to essentially come down to how do they actually like introduce a creature or a monster like or some sort of like supernatural yeah entity or some other cult i mean it could work honestly it worked in that yeah. movie and like it feels very similar like i just i think this show's a little bit close to loss so it was like clouding my vision of like <laughs> there being others here i'm like fuck that shit but like if it's like that it could work i don't know yeah, maybe the antler queen is its own entity there's ways to do it. We I've seen it in other shows, other yeah. movies. It you just got to do it right, and I trust that they can do it. I think so too. So, speaking of therapy, I was going to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. um, of the four treatment options, which treatment would you pick? Renewal, self care, guidance, or forage? And that's the only that was that was the four. Well, whatever. I don't want what Ty had because that sounds like a fucking nightmare. <laughs> you, don't wanna, like, you, you don't want to paint a house with a makeup brush? <laughs> no, that sounded horrible. And I didn't get what that was supposed to be for her. And then we don't really see what Vans was. But as far as I saw, like going in the car to get tequila sounds like a great start. You don't want to hang out with Bruce? I do. I think I would want to hang out with Bruce, <laughs> but I love I love Sean, this whole thing with Bruce and like how she's like so convinced she's going to kill the goat. I would want to hang out with Bruce for sure. That's that would be my thing. I, I think the sensory tank, I I'd be too scared to be alone with my own thoughts like that. Like yeah. Misty clearly was. <laughs> I, I loved Melanie Linsky so much with anything with Bruce and like she like. Her reaction to all the cult stuff is just hilarious. Like all my rational instincts <laughs> are screaming. <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> but then like she she gets the goat and she's like oh you're gonna make me emotionally attached to this animal and then you know make me kill it or whatever like she knows yeah. <laughs> she knows the game but then like it it totally works on her and so then when she talks with with ty or with um with lottie and lottie's like you don't have to kill the goat and she gets so emotional it's like, like really oh bruce i know <laughs> I like, oh bruce i love you and it's like that i mean again it just it all comes back to like we got a little bit of that last episode with her like monologue at the the cop station yeah. but this this episode just really showed that like she just can't she can't let down those walls as we saw I mean, she lost her best friend. They ate her. And then she lost her fucking baby all in a row. That's horrifying. She literally is just, I mean, the fact that she's even alive at the end of all this is impressive. And I mean, she's clearly in a fucked up place, but it just showed a lot more about her relationship with Callie. Cause it's like, you know, from season one, you might be like, wow, she's kind of not a great mother, but you're like, <laughs> oh, this all makes sense now. Right. <laughs> but also, yeah. Also they're, they're they're definitely they're gonna eat that placenta. Ew, uh, fucking <laughs> a, Jace. Jesus, some, I didn't even think some, about that. Some cultures do it. I could be starving the, the, for a fucking long ass time, uh, and the only thing I could eat before I would die would be a fucking placenta, and I would uh, go, I will die gladly rather I'm just, than eat that. I'm just saying that was a beast of a placenta. Don't even but... say that. That's disgusting. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. I can handle them like fucking eating the baby or Jackie, whatever. But if they eat a fucking placenta, I'm out. Just throw that some barbecue sauce on no. it. <laughs> I literally was so panicked for the entire episode last episode because like every time they showed a birth video in health class, I passed out. I would try to get up <laughs> to go to the bathroom or leave because it makes me so literally uncomfortable. And I would pass out going to the bathroom every time. And it was like, I just can't handle that. So it was very stressful. And if they eat a placenta, all those feelings are going to come <laughs> screaming back to me. All right. So what was your what was your pick? Was it forage or I'm going to go with goat. with goat. But that's self-care. I would also self pick self-care anyways without knowing what the options like really were. Uh, but what would you pick? Uh, I would either do self-care just for Bruce. So um, cute. So, cute. so uh, glad he didn't have to die. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, if they John Wick this, it's not going to be good. I'm going to lose it. <laughs> uh, but I think I would do the the guidance. I, I've always wanted to try one of those sensory deprivation. Chambers. You're not scared to be alone with your own thoughts. <laughs> is that not? Is that just me? I'm oh, no. terrified. I am. That's why. I, that's why I sleep with the TV on. Like me I, too. I, I don't do well in silence. But I, I I would be very curious of that experience. No, I think <laughs> I might come out worse than I went in. Honestly, I would come out and go, nope. I think I'm I'm worse off. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm just gonna drown myself in this salt water. <laughs> and you can't because you float. That's the that would be the worst uh, part. Just flip over. Whatever. <laughs> I'm right. sure it would be difficult. All right. So let's let's talk a little bit about the preview. Cool. Okay. I was like, i i I love this episode. There was literally a lot that happened, but like this preview really was like, holy shit, that's happening next fucking episode. Yes. With like five thousand things. So yeah, I mean, it seems like the biggest answer we're going to get is what the queen of what the queen card means. I mean, like, I'm pretty sure it means you're fucking on the I, table. I think we yeah, I think we all know, but like we're going to get confirmation. Oh, 100 percent. And I actually have an interesting idea about that. 
I've seen I've seen people uh, mention it since I thought of this, but remember, I mean, all the way back in episode one, season one pilot, like Ty is the ruth- ruthless one who makes the decision to break that bitch's leg mm-hmm. so that Allie or whatever, right? So that she doesn't go with them to nationals and fuck up the whole team. So it's like she clearly has that mindset of like, it's okay to sacrifice one to save mm-hmm. the rest of the team. And in the preview, she's all, we need to figure out a way to survive and it can't be her like Lottie because Lottie obviously is fucking out of commish for mm-hmm. a while so I always thought Lottie would be the one that would bring them to like the cannibalism shit and like the hunt for the wilderness mm-hmm. but it kind of feels like maybe Ty's gonna do it like it's gonna be very similar to her like wanting to ice out the bitch who like was not as good as of a player on the team it's a very similar situation yeah I mean, Shauna was the one that got him to eat Jackie. Yeah. So I could see them using another one of the main characters to kind of like introduce mm-hmm. this whole. It seems like they have to. And Ty's the one who already made that decision before they were in a fucking terrible situation. You know, she just did that just in fucking normal life. So she ain't afraid to get to get some blood on her hands. But like. You know, the other girls weren't as into that. And Lottie was like, it's still like she wasn't even on board with that idea. Mm-hmm. She's like, I mean, you're right. But like, I don't think that that's the way to do it. Yeah. And then like Natalie was all like, fuck, no, that's crazy. And Shauna was kind of like, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of feel like that's where it's going to go. I mean, Shauna looks like she's fucking ready to hunt. And obviously in the preview, we see them all hunting. We need to get one of those like alternate timeline scenes where it shows Allie in the crash and then shows her not ruining the high school reunion. Yep. That would be nice. <laughs> that she accent, did. that accent oh, was such a choice because she <laughs> didn't like have an rock. accent. It's yeah. Like the rock and Jumanji next level. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm like, I mean, did she have an accent when we <laughs> met her as a kid? She's the fucking same girl who was just in scream six. Well, and also no one else in that school had that accent. I so mean, they're like, all Jersey, but it's like, they're not like that Jersey. Like that was yeah. extreme. I mean, do you develop that over living in Jersey for your whole life? Maybe <laughs> I don't really know, but, but yeah, I, I think that we're for sure getting an answer to like how the hunt starts mm-hmm. and what it means when you draw the cards. What did you think about that shot of Mari? Like getting all scared and backing up. I saw that in the preview for the season originally and was like, Oh, I hope that she's fucking getting picked. <laughs> I don't know. But it looks I, like she's in the, the picture of all of them hunting. I, I did yeah. some fucking citizen detective work and fr- <laughs> like did a freeze frame of each shot of the trailer. You zoomed in. Yeah. Enha- enhance. I you know? it can't. I don't have all that time <laughs> and that energy. And I don't have the equipment uh, just at the drop of the, ha- uh, the hat. But I did freeze frame study it pretty closely. There's someone who's wearing the exact same outfit that Mari always wears okay. in the hunt. Obviously, Ty's like in the front. She's pretty obvious. But like, that's why I'm like, maybe it's that Jen bitch. They just gave her a name, maybe just so that they can hunt her. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I mean, it would make more sense. But like, also, like, I think it's just because I'm still hoping against hope that Mari is actually pit girl at the end. And she like mm. gets everything taken out from under her, even though she's such a devout follower. I just don't like this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just I, me. What do you think? Uh, did you when you freeze frame? Did you notice Misty has her weapon of choice? Mm-hmm. She has she the she has, she has the crash the axe. axe. Yep, that's how I knew she that was her. I was like, oh, that's good. That's good. And I'm like, uh, is it safe for her to have that? She might come after one of the other girls that she's hunting with. I'm yeah. just saying. So I, 
I'm wondering if if Coach is the one that gets hunted. Oh, that would just be if, such a lame hunt, if, though. If, I, it, that's very true, but also it's kind of like a survival of the fittest thing. Like, what do, what can he? What does he bring to that group mm-hmm. other than Nothing. not not eating and you know hallucinating? He doesn't bring anything. But I feel like if they're gonna be doing, I mean, they look pretty fucking hyped up in that shot of them running. Like they're yeah. into it. I don't think you would need a run. I think they could be <laughs> casually strolling and they would catch Ben. I think for the thrill of the hunt to work, it's going to need to be a bitch that's scared. I think Ben that's also true. was like really ready to die. And he's also, I mean, not to say that it's like, ooh, like I, I just think everyone would feel too bad for him. But oh, look at that poor schmuck trying to get through the snow. I mean, he went out in his crutches and fell over immediately this week. I, was <laughs> I like, saw Who's that. letting this guy out of the house? It's just, I mean, he serves no purpose, but he's not, that's the thing. He's literally not even worth hunting, I think. Yeah. He'll just die on his own and they'll eat him at some <laughs> point. That's where I think. I, I'd be curious who they're going to hunt. Who do you think's the most useless right now? I mean, obviously uh, one of the background bitches. Yeah. Uh, useless. It would, I mean, it would be Jen or uh, is it Akila? Akila. No, no, Akilah. she's great. She helped the fucking do the birth stuff. I mean, granted, she was touching the mouse, but it also looks like when I freeze framed that someone was grabbing something, trying to grab something from her and she was like holding it back. So I'm like, it looks like maybe someone's going to go nuts and try to grab the fucking mouse and eat it. Yeah. Which I think we all knew was going to happen eventually. Yeah. Or maybe Shauna's going to be like, you touched that thing and then... She's got bigger problems to worry about. That's the least of her concerns. Like, you saw what I did to Lottie. If if your mouse killed my baby. <laughs> I have to say, too, like just speaking to Shauna again, that cut between her punching Misty in the face and then to Misty in the present timeline being like, oh, my God, you guys, is it snowing? Like, it was just so good. It was so good. Such a great like opposites. But. I do feel like maybe she had more right to be angry at more people there. Like yeah. she could have maybe spread that around a little bit. Oh. And maybe Lottie wouldn't have had to have that. But I do feel like this is where we're gonna get the the near death vision experience, whatever that like Travis referred to in the present timeline yeah. when he like before he killed himself. Cause I think Lottie like kind of had one, but not really when she was at the mall. But like I think she's gonna have a full blown Z. Yeah. Now that she's like literally fucking beaten to a pulp. And I would have loved that scene that at the end, if Shauna just like went WWE, like Royal Rumble on the entire house. Just... I mean, right. <laughs> they, I mean, she rightfully was like angry at all of them. Cause like if I were, her, I would kind of be pissed too. Cause they were all like, it's our baby, our baby. We have to prepare for it. And I'm like, it's not your fucking baby. So maybe that's why she thinks that they ate the baby in her yeah. dream is because they really it's like they devoured it, but they kind of like took it away from her in real life, too. Yeah. Well, I'm just hoping with the next episode, if you know, if we're going to learn more about the role that the queen pl- card plays, I hope they also give us a little bit more on the whole Javi situation. I mean, you'd think so. we've kind of like <laughs> set that aside for two episodes for Ed. longer than that i feel like right i mean he's been back for like well, we found him i think it was episode three or four they found him and then right. and then it was shauna being pregnant and the hunt competition still 
I, yeah. it's top of mind. I think we got to get an answer on that before the end of the season, or maybe that'll be a tease leading into the new one, yeah. the new season. But fuck, man, I just want to know what's going on with him. Well, I think that I think there was a tease this episode of what next season is going to be when um, when Misty was like, "You guys remember what we did that first summer?" What the fuck was she going to say? Yeah, so that's like, what I'm wondering. Feel, but also, I, I feel like love. that's next season is it's, is, it's, the, is yeah. the summer. Well, that would be the second summer because the first summer we've already seen was the crash in the summer. It was in the spring, so yeah, we've already oh. seen spring summer. But I love how casually she's like, I love Van's like, you want to casually reminisce about that? <laughs> like that's not the way you'd be like. Remember when we were all trapped in the woods for like almost two years? That was so much fun that first summer. <laughs> like that's kind of fucked up. Well, I in, am really curious, though, what the fuck she was going to say. And I feel bad that Misty always gets shut down. In Misty's defense, she was having a blast when the plane crashed. She was, she was thriving. But no, she just, again, read the room, Misty. <laughs> this is like, I thought she was maybe, maybe she was going to say, remember that first summer when I destroyed the black box and I'm the reason <laughs> that we were trapped out there? I mean, with the way that she's confessing left to right, I, I, I wouldn't put it past her. Uh, my other thing I wanted to call out for the, the new preview for the next episode was uh the the shots of like the cop showing up at the house mm. and then shauna has like a knife like this mm. and then she does that and there's the blood sp- splattering the picture yep of her jeff and callie i mean is she just gonna fucking take out the cops when they open the door i mean what is that are they bringing them in i mean obviously that detective guy has guts to go we've said this every episode but like what's gonna happen how is this all gonna pan out I actually think Callie's going to kill him. I hope so. Or or Jeff. If Jeff does anything, I think he'll just kill himself. He's very much <laughs> like me. He's having all this anxiety. He's probably going to go down. Going to like if he kills himself or turns himself in, I think he'll try and do something like to sacrifice himself. He's very loyal and he loves Shauna. I think it's really sweet. Yeah. I hope that doesn't happen because I fucking love Jeff. But like <laughs> Callie seems like a murderer. Jeff seems like i mean he freaked out about the book club not being real i don't think he has it in him to kill him to to kill anyone outside of himself there's no book club (laughs) that's what i'm saying like his reaction to that i'm like i don't think he could handle killing someone are you kidding (laughs) (laughs) uh well we will see next week um but until then uh, I don't really buzz, know. Buzz, 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 and we'll see you next week on the Yellow Jackets team huddle. We don't get to decide. It chooses. Hello, and welcome back to the Yellow Jackets team huddle on the regular exclusive podcast YouTube channel. Um, Today's a little bit different. We are talking, we're going to be talking about uh, the newest episode of Yellow Jackets, episode eight from season two, It Chooses. But um, Jace is actually out of town this week. So we've got, we've got someone filling in for him and I'm pretty excited about it. She's been on our channel before. We've got Avery back. Last time you were here talking about, I think it was Scream 3, right? Yeah. The yeah. Last one we did? Yeah. I hope my ding didn't just screw you up. Oh, you're fine. Uh, okay, cool. Hi, I'm so happy to be back here. I um, love this show. I was put on to the show by you, Renee. Yep. And I had had other people tell me, but you were really the last straw that broke my camel's back because you were like, if you don't watch this, I'm going to not be able to talk to you about anything because yep. 
all we watch is Yellow Jackets right now. <laughs> it's so my I, life. I watched the first season, I think, in like five days. Like it so it bingeable, right? Good. And now I'm up to date. Yep. I'm excited to talk about this week's episode because it was so good. We finally got all the action we've been waiting for. And I'm sure mm-hmm. it has major FOMO for not being here. Uh, yeah, I know. Jace really picked the worst episode to miss. I feel like he's been waiting for some really crazy shit to happen out in the woods. And it finally did. I mean, shit. shit in the woods, on the mm-hmm. ice. We yep. got shit in the cabin. In the cabin and fucking in on the compound. And the fuck they're up to. In, yeah, back in modern day, too. We've got a lot of stuff going on, but you're right. This was an effort. I think a lot of people have been saying the season's been a lot slower. It's like harder to keep up with, like, because I feel like season one, just so much happened in a really quick succession. The plane crash crash is like, of course, the most reels you in. Mm -hmm. So people were reeled in and then all of a sudden it was just a lot of surviving happening. Yep. It was like a lot. And plus they're like learning as they go, whereas now they've kind of figured out how to survive, but they're still like. I mean, as we saw at the beginning of the episode, they're eating belt soup, so they're not doing that great. Belt soup. I belt soup. I want to know, is that a survival thing? Because it is an animal byproduct. Like, it's leather. You're That's eating what I was cow, thinking. But like, oh, God. How but is it? Would you eat a cow's skin? I've never done that. I'd imagine that might make you sick, like, if it's finished and, like, has chemicals in it. Like, that's what, what I'm saying. Maybe that's the same. <laughs> this is actually perfect because that was one of my first questions was, do you think that they're like just, I mean, obviously they're starving, so they could be just having these visions, but do you think right. maybe it was something from the soup, like kind of like on Doom coming? Because that was like when they were all oh. with the shrooms, whereas like this one, there's metal in the belt too. And like, yeah, yeah. having that in your soup, yeah. I feel like that's not good. But I like the point that you bring up that is it, are we, is that real? Are they dreaming that? Are they mm-hmm. hallucinating that? Because that mouse scene, dude. Oh my God. The mouse isn't real. The mouse is dead. What is happening? Dude, I thought Akila was one of the last ones to have her shit together. I was like, this girl is like at least kind of together. I mean, granted, I didn't like the idea that she was doing the birth, like helping with the baby and then also touching whatever mouse, but it's like Ooh. in her pocket. But now it's worse that it's a dead I mean, that was the nastiest dead thing I've ever seen, I think, when they whipped that out. The show keeps bamboozling me. Like, mm-hmm. I think, like, the full birth episode, I was in. I was like, oh, yeah, she had the baby. The baby is alive. They ate the baby. <laughs> and then when they came to, and obviously it was all a hallucination, I was bamboozled. They mm-hmm. really got me. And so the mouse, I was so invested in this mouse life. and told me I know, he was so cute. I was like, are you joking? I don't know who to trust now. Like, you know, mm-hmm. when you thing and you're just like, I can't trust anything I'm watching. I what agree. Is what is reality? <laughs> what is reality? Because so far the list of unreliable narrators continues to climb. I mean, I don't think there's one reliable narrator that we have in this oh, place. Maybe no. Misty. I thought Lottie for a second, but then yeah. saw her kind of having hallucinations in the modern day. And I was like, oh, yeah. Slips too. Like she's slipping. She's off the fucking. Yeah. yeah. She was the only one that was like in touch with everything because she's like obviously got the cult leader genius. Yeah. But like. Yep. I know I really that that was a great thing because I don't I think I saw a billion different theories about the mouse and everyone was like oh "Oh, god I bet you they're like I mean in the preview it kind of showed somebody trying to take the mouse from her so I was assuming someone was gonna like take it and be like we we were gonna fight maybe she'd be sacrificed like maybe she'd be the one 
but oh. I never expected it to be. It was dead the whole time. I'm like, whoa, it's what? Little sarcophagus style, dude. Like, yeah, it and served. like it looked so well kept, like a mummified mouse. It was it so was gross. really disturbing. And then when she tried, when she was gonna eat it, I was oh. like, dude, don't fucking eat that. That's gonna make it work. Boil it. Yeah, at least boil it. At least boil that shit. That thing is gnarly. I know. I mean, there's a lot of nasty things on this show, but I think that might take the cake. It's pretty bad. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking crazy shit, but I like the idea that, again, it's like there's a little hint towards, like, could it be something supernatural? Could it be them just being insane from starving, from metal poisoning, from eating a fucking belt? I don't know. But either way, they're like, they're fully off the fucking, they're they're just off their rockers. They're They're crazy. They're gone. Which is yeah. like what we have been waiting to see this whole time. Like That's I felt true. there was some borderline control at uh-huh. this point. Like there was somebody keeping it together, whether it was like the coach or yep. you know Lottie like, or whatever. But or like the good tie, oh, the, good- <laughs> the daytime tie, the daytime tie, tie that keeps her shit together in the, yep. in the or Shauna. And now they've all fucking gone off the. They're just crazy, <laughs> and I get it. Yeah, Shauna beating that chick in that last episode was crazy. I mean, I love the fact that, like, after she beat she beat Lottie, like, I was like, if Lottie's not a, an adult, I, I would have thought she was dead. But the way that she, like, beats her and then she's, like, annoyed that she's, like, not breathing. She's like, oh, yeah. Lottie. And yeah. then she breathes and she just gets annoyed and walks away. It was pretty, like, I loved it. I was like, wow, really? Ruthless. <laughs> I mean, Absolutely ruthless. It was just, it was a lot. And, uh. I mean, it was interesting, though, because it did set them up for this episode where, like, I thought, I think we all kind of thought for a long time it was going to be Lottie who convinced them to hunt each other or, like, sacrifice yeah. one of them. Yeah. So last episode, I was saying, like, well, it looks like they're going to be hunting next episode and Lottie's fucking yeah. out of commission. I doubt she's telling anyone to do anything. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder if Ty will be the one because... In the first episode of the pilot, she fucking breaks that bitch's leg because she's like for the good of the team, right? Yeah, you see, it's Ty. So I I still, I did want to ask you that. Do you think it was Dark Ty who did that and like suggested it? Because she seemed like Dark Ty. Oh, for sure. The hunt and she saw her like in the reflection and then like outside of the reflection right before that. I was going to say, I think there's a reason why they haven't showed us Ty recognizing her second self. Like, Mm -hmm this point like this was the key episode for them to show like oh yeah we got split something going on right here mm-hmm. that ty's literally battling it in the daytime like she wasn't even sleepwalking when we yeah. saw split. she suddenly was like oh shit there's two of me doing something suspicious yep i think, I think she was scary. She was in her like scary state her she scary had to have been she was like walker state she's over there like she was like i felt like she was stiff in the air i know she wasn't she was like listening but like she was oh, yeah, acting like she, a fucking animal it was so um what did i write down is what they are they're so feral they all get yes. so feral like instantly <laughs> did you have an issue with i know we're kind of just jumping right in but uh I think that's like the big part of the episode that we want to talk about. I mean, there's a lot, there's other stuff that goes on, but I would say the majority of it is that we actually finally get to see a, like the actual ritual and the hunt. Yeah. How it starts at least. So I maybe need clarification on this from you. I was feeling very um, like surprised that somebody was getting sacrificed. I didn't understand that whole situation. I thought we were just going to get like a little blood brothers, like slip mm. hand on the skull but everyone started behaving so 
shocked when they were drawing the cards. I was like, mm-hmm. wait, wait, did we know that somebody was supposed to be fully killed, sacrificed in that scene? So not following. That's like something that everyone's been theorizing because okay. throughout like the season, they've been drawing cards for like different chores. Yeah. And then like they mentioned how there was no queens in the deck, but then Javi brought back the queen. Yeah. And so it is interesting that Javi was the one that found the queen card, brought it back to the cabin. And like now he's the first one to go from right. the hunt sacrifice. Yeah. Kind of ties in a little bit. Maybe he was already chosen. That's why he found the card in the first place. But what's interesting is that the card is the queen with no eyes. So we don't know. We didn't get like a whole explanation as to like how they came to this place. But I think what the idea was that because, uh, because um, Misty was saying that Lottie had said that she doesn't want them to waste her body. Right. If she dies, they should eat her. Mm -hmm. So then they were saying, well, we can't eat Lottie, but we need to survive. So then it was like, I was like, yeah, Ty's like, all right, well, we got to draw cards and let like, but their idea is more let the wilderness choose. I bet you, if Ty would have chosen, I would have hoped that they would have fucking chosen someone a little less important. I do feel right. like Nat was a little bit shocking that like, I mean, I never expected her to, I thought it was going to be one of those nobody yellow jacket girls. Yeah. It yeah. Was like, you know, just someone maybe that they just gave a name to or introduced this season as like a red shirt to die. But she like Nat drawing it and they're just like, okay, let's kill her. I'm like, wait a minute. This yeah. is the best fucking hunter and like person who can use the gun. Why the She's fuck? She's so important. She's so important. Even, I was so shocked that like her, Shauna, and Misty were all drawing cards. Cause I figured, like, especially Misty, like if Misty's gone, what the fuck are they gonna do? Yeah. Like she's then, literally all their medical and like she's I mean, she's just a yes. huge thing in yeah. general, besides destroying the black box. She's <laughs> been very helpful out there. So it was just weird. It just shows how far gone they are that they think Lottie is more important than all these other people. And they have been kind of showing that their disrespect and not really looking to Nat like she's the leader anymore, like she Mm -hmm. can do anything. But still a bit fucked. I might question the wilderness. (laughs) Well, and it's funny to me that they're letting the cards be a part of this ceremonial influence when it's Mm -hmm. a man-made product. I don't know. I think I find that connects so funny to me. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, that's That's how they're like choosing i'm like you think that this like deity is coming down through this deck of cards that's what i'm saying they're like they're but i think what they're they're probably doing this because like it makes them feel better like they don't have to choose or like they didn't do it they're just doing they're honoring the wilderness or whatever they're giving it what it wants giving it to the odds yeah but what's interesting about this whole hunt thing is like they weren't planning to do a hunt originally obviously they're starving so i doubt that they were like let's go exert ourselves uh-huh. It was like they literally were just going to like cut Nat's throat. But then she made the wise decision to Shauna like, hey, you look me in the fucking eyes. Yeah. And then she that. thought like maybe you oh. won't do it. But Shauna would have done it. Yeah. Nat's hardcore. Like I yeah. couldn't see her going down without a fight. But like she, mm-hmm. was, she was like, this is my fate. And she yep. fell into it. But yeah, her turning around and looking her in the eye. Yeah. That was like, wow. And then and Shauna was about to fucking do it though still, which is crazy because Shauna's just like, we know. Doesn't surprise yeah. me though. Shauna's nope. the most fucking serial killer of the group. Yeah. She she's really, ready to kill. She's ready. I'm ready. Yeah. She said, I got it. She said, give me the knife. <laughs> I'm like, I know Natalie is alive as an adult, but I was like, oh, she's going to kill this bitch. Oh, like, yeah. I was believing it. She was ready. It, it was a little bit like, oh my God, I was nervous. But then Travis obviously intervenes and then tells her to run. So the fact that she runs and hunts is interesting because that's like obviously the first hunt we ever see from the pilot. Uh-huh. They're all chasing after a girl, but it looks and it's very similar. 
because the girl falls in the pit. So I immediately yeah. was like, okay, this isn't the chase that we see from the get No, yeah. It's like, but this is like the origins, I feel like. Because also they put the necklace on mm-hmm. Nat, which is what mm-hmm. the pit girl is wearing in the very first scene. So yes. we're seeing a little bit. They don't tell us exactly how they came to these things, but it kind of yeah. just... I don't need that full explanation. I'm like, okay, I'm here for this. I yep, get, it. We get it. Yeah, we get it. But it is interesting that they make it a little bit different now. So the rules are like the wilderness chooses unless mm-hmm. you can like, maybe like you have a chance to escape slash mm-hmm. like have someone else be taken. Try. Yeah. Try to even your odds. as survivor. Yeah. Yeah. Like they give yeah. you a shot more than like, I don't know. I, it was interesting to me that that's how it turned into. And I was like, I think just in general, I'm curious to see like how this keeps going. Yeah. What did and you who's think next? trying to help Nat? Uh, how heartbreaking. Yeah. Let's talk about Javi because this is like the most saddest Hobby, thing. Yeah. I didn't even think I cared that much about Javi, to be honest. I just wanted to know what the fuck he was up to because I assumed it was like I, and crazy. I wanted to know. This is the most frustrating part of this ending for me is that he never got to speak his piece and talk mm-hmm. about voice, obviously, or who knows, by control of the forest deity but like we never gonna know what went down i know his little hidden pit situation and then he's gone like no closure it was pretty upsetting and the fact that like travis saved natalie and then javi ends up dying is probably i mean i just feel like i i understood why him and nat were fucked up already right but like after this i feel like i get it like nat like i would totally be like totally fucked up on drugs now girl him yelling like help me natalie please and they're like i mean I don't get how I don't get how any of them yeah. are like coming out of a rehab situation in the modern world. Thank you. The shit that they went through, yeah. Watching him, they, the hands coming out of the ice, like I yeah, just, oh, you really sat there. Oh, I know. And then it's like it's kind of interesting because you get a little bit of like we don't really get to see Misty and Nat like we be very close in the past, but like yeah. they're close in like you know the first season as adults. Obviously, well they don't start that way, but they yeah. become. And you're like. Like Misty's a really good friend of her, but very, I they have a very like headbutting relationship, but it's like yeah. things, like they're they still like like caring about one another. Exactly. And that's that Misty like saving her and telling her was like actually very smart. Like yeah. if you save him, they're gonna kill you. Totally. But also like and it's like an impossible decision for Natalie, right? Like and there's it's just so no crazy way. But they're thinking like Misty was in the headspace to realize that, you know. Misty's like, always yeah. He's like one step ahead, but it's a mm-hmm. little I feel like if I was 16 years old and surviving, I wouldn't immediately be like, this is your out. This is your out. Like, yep. oh, oh my God. I kind of think Misty, Misty might, I don't know, and this might be wrong, but I kind of feel like Misty's never going to fully buy into the cult and the mag- magic stuff, whatever. I don't think she really ever believes in it. I think she's just following the leader, right? She wants to be a part yeah. of the group and like not fucking like be singled out and stuff. I think she knows if she were to take her own individual like path out there she would just be next to get eaten she's smart exactly. enough to like follow the herd mentality. she's very smart yeah but she's also like she's not gonna buy into it she's gonna be thinking like oh yeah no like i'm gonna save nat right now because that's gonna work out so i was like wow okay so she must not have been fully feral like the rest of them no nope. they didn't give a fuck van nope. especially was pretty terrifying this episode in the past i love van she's always been my favorite i love her she but- switched to a really scary state though i feel like you sweet see her like hunter phase like, yeah she was like really she was pretty terrifying all the faces that she was making in the past like mm-hmm. van was scaring the shit out of me i don't know if it's those scars or if it's just mm-hmm. that 
her eye, but she's got. She was like, she was too ready to eat one of them. <laughs> she was like giving off like bad the dark tie energy. Yeah, like that was the vibe I was feeling. I mean, from a lot of them with them ho- hollering and stuff, it was just really creepy. But a pack of wolves. Yeah, thank you. Right, I know. Yeah. Oh my god! And then also just with speaking of like the way that Javi died and going yeah. through the ice and then yeah. letting him die. It was like, first off, I think, it, yeah, like we talked about, they're fully off the deep end now. I think this is like the official death of innocence. Yep. And uh, the the two parallels to that scene, though, that were interesting was like earlier in the season, they tried to get that moose out of the water. And yes. like if they had done that, they would not have needed to hunt or do any of this crap. Yeah. And that was like so it was literally the same thing. Oh, but I, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't get them out and probably feeling very similar. Also, when they were all watching him drown, mm-hmm. it felt like not the same exact vibe because Misty gives us very serial killer energy in like the first or second episode when it shows her before and she's watching a rat drown in her pool. Yeah. yeah. It was very similar to that. But like oh she God. was like totally enjoying was. that. <laughs> she was like she was like relieved. She felt like relief of it. It like yeah. gave her something that was like made a calm state in her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fucked, mm-hmm. man. But on Misty, I feel like we need to touch on the fact that every time I see Elijah Wood in this show, it's like a jump scare. Like yep. every time he comes on screen, it scares the shit out of me. Out of nowhere. Yeah, I'm kind of excited that he's like on to Misty now. I feel mm-hmm. like oh, this switchover of him from being like madly in love with this Reddit relationship to him being like, oh my God, I've been too close to the enemy like this whole mm-hmm. time. But is that what you think? I think he's like in love with her and he's going to defend her and make it so that none of them take the fall. Uh, really? You think so? Oh, yeah. I think uh, if he ends up being the hero, that would be iconic. That's what I want. <laughs> I, I Maybe it's just because I'm trying to manifest what I really just want to happen. Yeah. But also the fact that like when we cut to him in this episode, first off, people have already analyzed like all of the fucking folders on his desktop yes. and they're hilarious and like nerdy and like things about like verified like places to buy puzzles or whatever. Yeah. Like <laughs> five star <laughs> rated puzzles, shit. I don't know. Hilarious things. But he's listening to uh the first song he's listening to is from the musical Sweeney Todd. Okay. Um the, the murderous barber. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the song is the main lyric of it is like no one's gonna harm you not while I'm around. And it's about oh you're I right. think that song is like the young boy singing it to the the woman who owns the pie shop and he's like nothing's gonna harm you but like really she's a murderer and she can take care of herself and she's in on it so i kind of feel like also my god i don't know i'm just thinking just from that it seems like he's gonna be like oh shit like he's gonna protect her like he's known i think from the get-go that she's a serial killer or whatever she is i don't even know if she's really that bad personally she's only killed jessica roberts and it was a very jigsaw kill she didn't necessarily (laughs) straight up kill her that was, if you smoke no. this, you'll die. And then she yeah. smoked it. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if she's that bad, but I kind of feel like Walter is like, at least I just, I want Misty to find someone who really loves her and accepts her for the weirdo that she is. Like she almost had with Crystal, but not fully. Cause she, you, you can't give him, I think Walter might be okay hearing that she had destroyed the black box. Like he would have been like, oh yeah, I was looking for it to do the same thing. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> on the same wavelength. For yeah. Sure. So I was wondering if he's going to, click and then suddenly be like opposite okay. yeah like it pushes and reacts yeah and he feels the need to like be his own hero mm-hmm. right you're right he loves him she he loves her way too much to not that's what i hope because 
A lot of people, though, still are very suspicious. And I, Jace was saying even on every episode, he's like, I think Walter is like helping the police or like maybe Adam's brother that he had mentioned or some weird shit. This episode. Invested in his like. Yeah. Why is he so invested? Yep. He could be. And definitely. Yeah. I don't know. The thing that made me like go, oh, maybe was because I feel like, especially this episode, it feels like the cops investigation has moved really, really fast. So fast. And like, so fast. it's only been a week since Nat tried to kill herself. So that means yeah. they're like a week since they disposed of the fucking body. Yeah. I just feel like this is way fast. So maybe it, I was like, it, it would make sense, I guess, if some rich asshole was fucking funding everything. On top of it. Yeah. And there's things- no way they would dredge up that body and then put those two things together so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, are they not in a major city where people go missing all the time? They're like, like in some like suburb. <laughs> yeah. Mom, it has to be him. Like, yes. Right. I'm like, there's no way. Plus cops wouldn't. I just don't think they would work that fast. And yeah. it feels like yeah. the how the fuck did they get a warrant on nothing? They're just like, we have a warrant. And I'm like, how? How? Yeah. They suddenly become guilty. That guy's got to go. He's got to be killed next episode, I'm hoping. I hope Walter kills him because it looks like it. We'll talk about the preview in a minute, but let me need some help with the body. Um. (laughs) I want to go back to the blood dripping. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. With Mari. Yeah. I was so satisfied to finally get like a dripping situation closure actually see it. we've been hearing the dripping no 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 but she's never seen it and i thought it was crazy that it's like suddenly it's just coming out of the walls like her hallucination goes from zero to a hundred yeah i'm like wow we haven't seen a shit and now all of a sudden we're seeing bloody bloody like fucking like wound like coming out of the all uh, the weapons and shit and what is weird say? what was her immediate reaction oh she's like her? they're dead they're all dead they're dead, they're dead. yeah so I'm like, who's dead? Who's dead? The crash? Is she referring to like something more than that? I don't know. People think that maybe they're talking about Cabin Daddy. Because like oh. that guy, we don't know much about him. But maybe he was like a bad guy and killed people yeah. there. We don't know. Dead, like all the people he murdered mm-hmm. or had to survive, killed to survive. Right? Exactly. Or we don't know. Like there's, it's interesting that like she was seeing that. Again, it makes me think like, is she insane or is this just something coming into play because it is supernatural? Right. Like, there We're is something going on. Just a side, her own little side quest of hallucinations yeah. or mm-hmm. was it actually. I mean, everyone's hallucinating. I guess she's might as well join the fucking club at this point. It's like everybody does, but. Yeah. And Ty heard the dripping, but mm-hmm. we didn't see her. That was funny. weird. I yeah. wasn't sure maybe at first I thought maybe she was setting that- Mari up to like yeah. look crazy and whatever, yeah. but. Unfortunately, no. Other tie that heard the dripping. That's what I thought because that she looked in tune with things. She was yeah. moving her head like oh, wired in. I know exactly where the fuck that was. Like I was like Jesus, dude. like exorcist. Yeah, I know. I I kind of feel like we'll get a little bit more info on like if it is really like supernatural or not because. I think one of the big theories I wanted to ask you about is like, what's going to happen to Ben? Coach Ben is now in the, the, the tree cave thing, yeah. the tree cave place. And did you watch Game of Thrones ever? Uh-huh. Okay. So like, be, I'm like, everyone probably was thinking like, is he going to be the three-eyed raven and be a part <laughs> of the tree? I saw someone say like, does anyone have a better story than, than Ben the Broken? And I was like, it works. It works. <laughs> oh my God. He is. Right? So, if he survives any longer than the rest of this season, 
I'm just going to say, I think that there's the longer Ben survives, I think the more chances are something supernatural is out there helping him. I swear he was going to be next to be eaten until we saw Javi go down. I was like, it's Ben. It's Ben. Yeah. I'm okay now. I know. I, mean, I was like, I know they're not going to hunt him because the way that they were running in the preview of this episode, I was like, Oh yeah, you like, can't. Oh, man, can't. Was like, it's going to be Ben. Maybe I'm like, that yeah. wouldn't even be fun. That yeah. would just be, Oh, look at that poor pathetic guy. Trying well, to run. They wouldn't kill him. I think he would like, they'd wake up and he'd be dead. Exactly. I was like, they're going to eat him. But now it looks like in it's the like preview, awesome. it does look like Nat is telling someone you don't belong here. You need to go. Mm-hmm. And that seems like, in line with what Paul, his like boyfriend that he's been having visions of was saying to him last episode, like you can't yeah. stay here anymore. Yeah. You need to go. So maybe it's a thing of survival, <laughs> but how the fuck is he going to survive in a tree? Is he going to be living there still? Like in the present day, do you think he's still up there? <laughs> he becomes a forest man. Like, yeah, like, like wouldn't that be the fucking craziest twist? He's the Sasquatch all along. Yeah. Or he's the one sending postcards. I know Jeff sent the text, but like, did he send the postcards? Yeah, I don't. And I don't think Jeff knew the symbols or anything. I still don't believe that those postcards could have come from him. I know. I don't think so either. There was no threat on it either. There was no threat on the No, it's just the symbol. Yeah. The text was where the money situation came to play. Yeah, exactly. And that I think, and I think he he did draw the symbol in there, but I think he got that just from, because it was on the front of the, the journals or something. Like she drew it on the journal. Or it was somewhere in there. Yeah, so he did know. But I don't think he would have... I don't know. It just seems weird that he would send postcards first and then texts. Like, if you're going to do one or the other, you know, it just... That man does not seem, like, like, maniacal enough either. He's so simple in in a nice way. Like, he is is baseline simple. Like, I just don't think he's that creative or... no. Like he's just the text was about as creative as it gets. And yeah. I do feel like I, I will say, yeah, I don't think he's that creative. I don't think he's going to be having these incredible ideas, but like he proved to me this episode, he's a lot stronger than I thought. I, I really, I was ready for him to lose it in front of the cops with those pictures. And like when they're talking about the cheese grater for the oh tattoo. God. So violent. Yeah. So violent. Like, he's like, oh, like, <laughs> I did his dream too. I'm like, oh my god, this poor guy. Like, I was like, so I would have fucking lost it. He loves uh, his wife though. Like now, I'm like, he's like gonna go to bat for this woman. Which he loves is her. Crazy to me because I was like, sir, you were having like an affair, but then he wasn't, right? Didn't mm-hmm. the get debunked? Uh, yeah, that was like the woman who works, who's like the one who introduced him to like the loan sharks. Because he yeah. literally, I'm he's like, of bad. course. He was having an affair. He was just getting in financial trouble. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love it. It's like we were all like, oh, fuck Jeff. Like he's so cute. But like in season one, but you're still like, that fucker's cheating on her though. Yeah. And then you find out, oh, no, he's not. He's just adorable. But so like adorable. He, there's no way he could come up with any of this crazy shit because like his like his reaction to the book club, I always think, is really just the perfect explanation of who he is. Book club? Like, yeah. That is like the most traumatizing thing he's found out. <laughs> so Excuse me. In like a sea of lots of traumatizing things that he has found out. But it, I guess it is one thing for him to hear about how they dispose of the body and whatever. Mm-hmm. To like see the pictures and the clean cuts and the, the fucking tattoo graded off. I mean, my God. <laughs> That's just he's That's husband of the year and yeah. forever. How could you stay with somebody like that? I don't know. We'll find out, I guess. I mean, she's been through a lot, but still, again, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, he's been through. She, yeah, she's been through a lot, which I think we need to segue into the daughter finding out about the the miscarried baby. Which yep. I, oh, 
the writers really did that for me. I wanted to see the daughter find that information out so bad. Mm-hmm. A crazy thing to learn about your parent. I know. In already on a very crazy experience in their life, and you're learning like extra layers to that onion. That's what I'm saying. Daughter, oh my god, that daughter is just so strong too. Like I know Callie like has really done a 180 this season. I think everyone was like really annoyed with her at first because it was like, but also like I get it. Like she's like, I know my parents fucking killed a guy. <laughs> like I know you guys killed a guy. So I'm like, I she was really upset at the beginning of the season, but then now it just seems like. Like every time that I'm like, oh God, Callie, what are you going to do now? Then she just like really saves it. And I'm like, all right. She's smarter than she looks. She's got a lot of Shauna in her. And I hope that like. A lot of Shauna in her. And when she says, am I like my mom? He's like, well, yeah. She's like, fuck. Yeah, but like not necessarily. But like, I kind of feel like that's where they're going with it. I think she's going to kill the bad cop. I could be wrong, but maybe. Bad cop, the guy, the taller guy that like flirts with her. Who's the bad Yeah, cop? the one with the fucking porn stash. That's what everyone calls yeah. him is porn yeah. stash cop. Porn I hate stash. that guy. Did you ever watch Search Party? He was in Search Party. No, but I heard that he was in that. I remember he was on, he was actually a cop on uh, Stranger Things too. That's where I knew him. He was just a oh, bumbling idiot cop. Right. Yeah. Why does he play cop roles so much? I'm suspicious. I mean, it's probably the fucking stash. That thing works, but it's just, it's a lot. And I really hate, you know what it is? It's, this episode especially, his little smarmy ass fucking smile. I want yeah. to smack that shit off his no. face. He acts so pretentious and he does a good job. Like he's playing the part, but like I hate He's him. doing, I will say, yeah. great actor. No problem with him as a person. He's just really fucking making me hate him. And that's why I'm like, okay, he so has to fucking die. But it seems like, because it seems like they're going to, go to a sacrifice obviously with the adults that was the other thing that they all they all tell each other they're the truth which i love that misty's like oh half the shit you guys have been worried about has been me yeah um <laughs> love that that scene was great yeah they're i guess we also get a finishing of their little like circle time mm-hmm. and like, trying to figure out what the game plan is now and that scene and lottie just them. jumps right into let's all kill ourselves literally oh my god i did not re- like i did not see the group suicide roulette coming like her yeah that came out of fucking nowhere like one of them and we're gonna let the universe decide it's the same deck of cards shit like it's mm-hmm. just all she knows she's like, like I've tried. she's like i've sacrificed my own blood nothing is working so one of you one of us has to die yeah i'm like wait a minute bitch you pulled that shit out way too quick yeah i'm like <laughs> Five minutes ago, before we were in the sharing shack, you didn't even want to talk. You were like seeing visions of the fucking antler queen and thinking, oh, God, I'm insane. And now she's like, you know what? We should all kill ourselves. Or at least just one of us. They were all talking in too public of space. So she's like, yeah. we gotta shut this shit down. Why Go you to the sharing shack. And then everyone's like, then she's like, all right, you know what? I think let's just die. And I'm like, I do love that. They're like, uh, you're taking the cult leader shit a little too seriously. I think, I think that's a bit much. Yeah. And I, I'm wondering though, like, because we just found out in the episode before this that Van was is dying. So yeah. is she going to be the one that they Van sacrifice? Because she also said the wilderness chose uh, in the past, right? When which is really annoying because, like, yeah. as soon as fucking yeah. coffee dies, she's like, the wilderness has chosen. It's like, well, technically, you guys chose because you yeah. didn't fucking help us. Yeah. See but through, sure. shit. yeah. See through your own bullshit. So they put themselves to sleep at night. Yeah, so I'm, I'm curious who you think, because I'm thinking between, it's got to be between Nat and Van for me as to the two yellow jackets as adults who could possibly be sacrificed. Because Nat was already chosen, but then escaped her fate. But then it also feels like, I mean, yeah. I would hate it if she died, but like, 
some of me maybe that's the thing that's too independent like i don't Mm -hmm. i don't think she's fully submerged into it as like that's what i'm wondering too doing it because there is some unexplicable thing that's happening but so she's i think telling herself on a surface she believes it but when it comes down to it and she's about to get the knife to the door she's like no i don't want like fuck this i'm responsible for everything that happens to myself i'm out yeah yeah totally adults who could get sacrificed um yeah, I honestly could see Van because I feel like Van is so she has so much self pity. It's exhausting. Like she's just like so woe is me and like I mean she's in denial. Yeah, she's like in denial about her life. Like she's mm-hmm. just like I'm gonna die. I don't give a shit. Which yeah, is her owning it, but like and maybe that's why like like maybe the wilderness is already chosen because she's dying. So maybe she'll be the sacrifice. Like maybe that's why she lived this long. She was looking for purpose. Like maybe she was living. This long to be a sacrifice? I don't know. It seems a little weird. Where it's going to go, where they all suddenly realize the only answer to their current issues quitting is just somebody getting sacrificed. I mean, that's what they're going to be like, oh my God. That seems to be it. But I'm wondering if like, so if it's not one of the adult yellow jackets, because I would be, I think it could also be somebody else, similar to like this episode where Javi ended up dying, Mm -hmm. even though he wasn't chosen. Mm -hmm. So like, they showed Nat getting close with that girl, Lisa, at the compound this whole season. And then she's yeah. kind of like been in the background of a couple episodes, but like barely a thing anymore. Yeah, Lisa gets sacrificed. So okay. what if she accidentally becomes the sacrifice instead of uh, Nat or something? And it's like a repeat of the Javi situation. Yeah. You know, I, or would Nat take the bullet for her because of like the Javi right, situation? Right. So, that's, so invested in the cult that she's mm-hmm. like. I'm going to give it so weird. Right that way. would be really interesting, but like scary. And I'm like, I don't know. I just, I'm wondering what could happen. It also sounds like maybe the cop could be the sacrifice. It looks like in the, true. I think in the preview, they show uh fucking Walter and uh, Jeff together, which uh-huh. I cannot wait for that interaction. He's like, right? need, he's like friend of Misty's. Nice to meet you. Need some yeah. help with the body. And Walter is wearing all purple. Yep. So it looks like he's like at the cult or like, and he grabbed his purple coat before he left his place after he emailed the cops. So I think he might be luring the cop there. And then they're going to like sacrifice him, maybe. Maybe he's known about it all along. Yeah. Or somebody else is going to get sacrificed. Maybe Callie, the fucking Shauna's daughter. And it would be another fucking child of hers. That would be crazy if she accidentally or on purpose was killed. They throw so many twists at me that I just, I never know what to forecast. Like I, I never know either. Trying to predict because I'm like, I'm going to be so far off. So many I things could happen. So many <laughs> things could happen. I also thought it was so bizarre when Lottie presented the like group suicide situation that she was saying that she, they need to bargain with the entity. Like that phrasing really creeped me out because the idea of her being like, no, we just got to make a deal. Like she's so in it. She's yeah. so like this is all she knows she thinks she's but is she dreaming at all i don't exactly. know lottie dreaming the therapist what was it in the last episode yep. i was not really did it in for me i was yeah. like oh man oh this she's so off the deep end like she's so far gone like yeah exactly how many other interactions is she imagining in her own life plus it's like it's interesting because in the past she says it doesn't work like that but in yeah. the present she's like that's how it works we have to give it something yeah. that it wants in order to get what we want right so it's interesting how that changed i'm not sure that's yeah so who knows i think i do think eventually end game they're gonna have to go back to the woods to where they were like the adults i think they're all gonna have to go back there eventually 
I was and maybe Ben's still in the tree. <laughs> he's, still, he's the whole time he goes, I've been waiting for you. I've been waiting, bitches. I sent those postcards 30 years ago. He's carried by like ravens. He's like, yeah. I've been waiting all along. <laughs> I grew grown. my leg back. Yes, what's grown back? <laughs> he's been gifted by the forest. I mean, right? There's, I mean, people were saying for a little while, is Ben the antler queen? I'm like, I mean, could be. We still don't know, right? She's magical. She grew her leg back or they chopped off the other one at the same height. So now he's the same height. Now he's just walking on his little knees. Yeah. He's either nubbing it or he is <laughs> growing back the leg. Who knows? I, honestly. I really think my forecast is the, the crowned person is Lottie. I've always thought. Just I've always thought that too. She's like the main I, one. Yeah. She's the most in touch. Yeah. And I yeah, was even thinking like it, it just makes sense. And then also like after this episode or last episode, she got beat the, the shit out of her. Like mm-hmm. you can, her face is all fucked up. Maybe that's why she wears the mask. Oh, the, like thing of her, you know, the, the horns. Oh, she wears the drapery to hide her bashed up face. Yeah. Right. What That'd if be hardcore? That'd be hardcore. And then she must've gotten like some fucking plastic surgery or some shit. I know modern day. I was like, mm-hmm. girl, you're not scarred. Van still got her Chucky esque scars. And I know. I mean, they look way better, but like still, yeah. Yeah, they're still. obviously healed, but yeah. But like she still got scars, looks, yeah. Lottie looks like a ad for a beauty skin ritual. Yep. Like she totally does. Or like a when it goes wrong or something, like too much like that. That like remember that lip venom you'd put on, like puff yep. your lips up. It's like yeah. that, but all over her face. Her whole face. Aw. Oh, I, I I just love this episode every or every episode. I feel like it just this episode was so much that mm-hmm. happened. It feels like I can't believe that this wasn't the finale. It almost felt like one, you oh, know? We paused it halfway through and looked it up to be sure it wasn't. Yeah. Like so much was going down that we were like, is this it? Is, is this, mm-hmm. we have one more until the finale. Is the next one the finale? The next, yeah, this, this next week is going to be finale. Okay. That was a good, that was a good semi, semi finale. Yeah. That was like a lot. That felt like a Game of Thrones episode nine. when like, you're like, that's when the real shit goes down. I mean. Yeah. It, it, I'm just curious. I think what we all want to see is the fallout from Javi. How did they break the news to Travis? Did they tell him oh, the truth? So they're going to lie it. I'm going to so lie for it. Oh, they're for sure going to say, yeah. we found no. it. We, felt, we saw him break through. We couldn't save him in time. Mm-hmm. So fucked. So but like then poor Nat, like God, struggling with that for her like, whole life. What is she going to What's she going to do? No what wonder she- her and Travis would do drugs all the time <sighs> after they got rescued. I would too. No, I mean, what's she going to, is she going to just like chill in the cave? What is her plan? Oh yeah. Right. How does she re-immerse herself into the yeah. family? That's a great point. How the fuck is she friends? I mean, like I would be like, I'm not fucking falling asleep around these bitches. They're going to hunt me again. But, or maybe they're all just suddenly, th- that's also spooky for all of the girls to suddenly be unfair totally because they're just like, yeah, no, Javi's dead though. We're good. Like, yeah. no bad blood. Yeah. And she's like, bad blood, bad blood. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel safe. They're like, great, we'll hunt you next time then. I'm going to start sleeping upstairs with Lottie. mm -hmm. I mean, I would at this point. I feel like Lottie is maybe the safest one to be around. Honestly, honestly. (laughs) Which is scary because in the present, she's trying to kill everyone. So, Yeah, Lottie not being in control of their younger selves that whole episode, I think, was really important. Mm -hmm. I think it's, yeah. Without her. Hmm. I know. I always thought she'd be the instigator, but mm-hmm. who knows? God, yeah. this was just a great episode. I'm so glad that you joined okay. me to talk about it. And 
We'll be back next week with another episode of Yellow Jackets Team Huddle for the season two finale. Wrap it up. Wrap it up, baby. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We out here.